Hey, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ The Road Podcast, presented by DJ City. Big shout to DJ City. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. I got DJ Never here. Yo, what up? We got DJ D-Miles. What's good, what's good? We have Jamie the Great. Yep. And uh, we've been trying to hook up this interview for a minute. We got my man Spider Tech in the building. What's good, man? What's good, Yo, what up? What up, everybody? What up, man? So you're from Vegas, man. No, I'm not from Vegas. Not, <laughs> but you live out here, right? Yeah, I yeah. live in Vegas. You, how long you been out here? Uh, two years. Okay. Two years? Yeah. So where are you originally from? I'm originally born and raised in L.A., Compton. In L.A., yeah. Compton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. But I got that totally wrong then. Not too many people know that, I think. Nah. Yeah, I think a lot of people think you're from somewhere it, else. Nah, okay, so I was living in Denver for about like nine years. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I really just started getting out there and uh doing a lot of my production and dj stuff mm-hmm. once once i was in denver yeah okay but yeah when i was in la not when you move to uh what, what part of company from the good part or? <laughs> is there a good part your roast crans or what um atlantic and roast crans where's go. that how was that you, you guys from he's, la he's pretty hood, bro. oh you you asking me i thought i thought you knew streets man nah, i don't <laughs> you know the new york streets <laughs> I'm from New York, man. I don't know Compton. I know Rosecrans in Atlantic. It's yeah. Not as, I mean, nah, I don't know what it's like now, but. I mean, it's it's better now, but uh, when I grew up there, it wasn't, wasn't so good. How was yeah. that then? I mean, it was, it it was, was cool. It was cool? I mean, probably to the average person, it probably wouldn't be, but I was that was what I was used to. The yeah. things yeah. I've seen, you know. Yeah. Things, you know, hel- helicopters and all that stuff around, <laughs> shining lights in the house. Yeah. Right, right. I thought that was, I thought that shit was normal. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, that is it is normal for us though. Growing yeah. up in Inglewood, like I tell people all the time, like when I moved here, everything's so quiet at night. I was used to police sirens yeah. and helicopters, so even at yeah. nights when it's quiet, I would get nervous. Was it like that every night? Yeah, almost like every, every night. night. Like gunshots, I mean, like you've you seen the movie Colors, right? Yeah. Oh, was it like that? Similar. Oh Very similar. wow, man. Colors. Some it's a wild shit, man. So now when it's like <laughs> dead silence, I almost get like a little weird. You're not used to it. Yeah. yeah. It took me a while. I, I got used yeah. to it living in Colorado. You yeah. know, like. It's, it's quiet over there. Mm-hmm. How long were you yeah. in Colorado? When did you move to Colorado? Like the end of two thousand nine. End of two thousand nine. Yeah. So yeah. shit, you were there like 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 nine years. Yeah. Yeah. A long time. Yeah. What what, what made you go there from Compton? So I that's was not like work. People from Compton. <laughs> yeah, go? no, no, that's not. That's not. <laughs> Is it. that like everyone's like, yo, you got to go to Denver, Colorado. You got to go to Colorado. <laughs> now, nah, so, okay, so I was working a nine to five job because um, what was you doing? I was working for Dish Network. This, okay. Yeah, because yeah. um, I had a I had a job working for, for this producer that, uh, this guy was basically my mentor. Uh, he goes by J.R. Hudson. He produced for like Amory, Jill mm-hmm. Scott, um, Brian McKnight, like all these heavy R and B producer. Huh? Heavy heavy R and B. So and y'all linked up in L A. Yeah, mm-hmm. linked it up in L A. And uh, like he was teaching me a bunch of things, and he got me this deal to make uh, music for television. So I did a bunch of like underscoring stuff for like MTV and BET. Well, basically Viacom. Mm-hmm. Viacom, so, yeah. 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 And they just, just got uh, bought out, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's By recently. CBS. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you call it? Viacom's not doing too well, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, man. When What year was this when you started making shit for them? This was probably like 2006, 2007, 2008. So what were so, you making like beats for just like, like Pimp it, My Ride or some shit? Yeah, so it was literally just like hip hop beats, like one minute thirty, and I would have to make like one hundred fifty to two hundred of original compositions of those. How long would you have? What that the deadline would be? Like a month or two, a month or two. Yeah, to make one hundred fifty beats. Yep, and if they didn't like one, you have to replace them. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. Was your own? Wait, wait a second. Wait, wait. <laughs> so, what year was this? This was like 2006. 2006. See, 2006, 2007. You were banging out like what, 10 a day? Yeah, I had to. Like, hey, uh, yeah, it was it was me and, and a couple <laughs> homies. We had a studio in Burbank. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> I was banging like 10 a day. So, uh, yeah, we couple me and the homies that uh, we had a studio in Burbank yeah and uh it got so bad to where I would like sleep in the studio to get that stuff done and yeah that, I mean it was I I basically I basically got got a raw deal that was like my intro to the whole uh who intro that how'd you get that uh through through the R&B producer mm. so like he was like yo man this is a good way to I make some it, money but, but this is BET right no was, uh, was it like was it was, it was like so it was it was I mean, through other channels so it was through viacom mm-hmm. and it went to mtv bt and then vh1 eventually vh1, VH1. yeah because yeah. Okay. Yeah, like right. at the time vh1 really wasn't into that stuff at first then they started dipping more into it because i was around what flip. <laughs> what, what was like when love and hip-hop Fla- flavor love i remember love flavor love yeah new york love i love new york yeah all those shows yeah so well, so you was doing like the generic beats to those the um, reality, yeah. Shows. reality shows, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, what, what was the reality show on BET that had the campus, the college? I was kids? trying to think that balls, Baldwin, Baldwin Hills, Baldwin Hills. There we yeah, go. Yeah, Baldwin, yeah. No, but there was one where they were in college. They were in like black colleges, right? Yeah. What was that? I forgot um, the name of that. that you made the beats for that shit, man. What are you talking about? You made those beats, bro. I no, that. I, you know what? Specifically, <laughs> I made the beat for. Uh, remember that show, Hell Date. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So like when wait, when, what was that about? It was, it was like it, a, was, it was like they had they had the actors where they would bring. Uh, it would be like the the guy was like like a complete asshole, or the girl was like real real crazy. And if you shit. survived the date, it was like yeah, a, a set, up, set up on a blind date. Okay. Yeah, yeah blind date type shit. And yeah. then then the little person would come out with the devil costume or whatever. <laughs> I used to like that show. It was wild. At the but first yeah. couple of episodes, it was like I was just like it was like punk, but on a date. Yeah, so the theme that would play when the dude would come out, that would be, that was my beat. That so would how play. many of those shows did you record because your beat was on it? I didn't record. I didn't, honestly, <laughs> I didn't, honestly, <laughs> man, well, I, I never really You really had to be proud, though, when your beat was playing and that, that shit, and the, the, the devil, the devil, yeah. little man devil came out. No. <laughs> now I, gotta go I mean, it was, it, was, it, was, it was dope. I'll yeah. say that. It was dope. But uh, the the business behind that it made me not even really care about yeah. any of that stuff yeah. yeah like i was i was real real green at the time so i didn't really have a real good business how old were you at that time like 21 21 yeah mm-hmm. so how much production when did you start producing probably like uh senior year year of high school so you were like three years into production kind of right yeah. making beats and yeah. how do you how do you produce mostly keyboard um through uh fruity loops Fruity Loops. Yeah, using just software, right? Do you still yeah. use um, Fruity yeah. Loops? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to this day. Do you I, I try it? Ableton. I, I don't like it. What what don't yeah. you like about Ableton? Um, I mean, it's it's the learning curve. Like, I can go on FL and, and uh, make make some shit in, like, 10 minutes. And that's, I'm good. You know? and is it, and there's just too much procedures in Ableton, you think? It's too different. You yeah, know, yeah. I'm, different I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not knocking it. Like, I know people that can do the same thing I do in right. 10 minutes on that shit. But for me, yeah. it's just. But why do we hear motherfuckers knocking Fruity Loops? You know what? I think, I honestly, Did I think Mustard it started. Did Mustard fuck that up? Nah, nah. It started with, like, Surgeon the boom bat motherfuckers. You know? Like, the whole, oh, oh we use NPCs over here. Oh. Like, type shit. Like, I thought it got a bad rap because uh, Soldier Boy, they cranked that off of Fruity Loops. Yeah, demo. But, but even before that, we had, uh, what did we have? We had Ninth Wonder, man. Like Ninth oh, Wonder sure. was making beats on Fruity Loops, like before Soldier Boy, so yeah. it, 
this is it was it was just weird because it was a bunch of cats like oh this is how you make some shit you yeah and I, I started out on NPC but I didn't like it yeah mm-hmm. so for me it was like which NPC two thousand I had a yeah I had NPC two thousand XL yeah and I didn't like it because the uh, the process for chopping samples or stacking drums mm-hmm. it just took too long for me I, I just want to go in there and boom 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 yeah yeah mm-hmm. so. I remember a lot of guys saying that it got a bad rap because it was the stigma. That's what hip hop producers use. It was Fruity Loops. Mm-hmm. Like that was like the thing for hip quote unquote hip hop producers. Well, okay, so there, there's a bunch of producers that were making it bad because they were using a bunch of the stock preset bullshit mm-hmm. sounds and everything and mm-hmm. making it sound all robotic. It, yeah. it didn't have any swing on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, like I I know how to get in there and like put some swing on it and everything. I know a bunch of cats that use it and do the same thing. People used to shit on Swiss Beats because he did that. They he did that with yeah. the NPC. They said he yeah. was using the Casio. Yeah, I'm about shit. to say yeah, that. The Casio. Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> using like, uh, like, he was sampling like the Casio. Like pre like Yeah, yeah. Like the Samba, like the Samba, like beats. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> yeah, man. And he was like, like using those for like Rough Rider, like, yeah. like, like hits and shit. Yo. Jigga, my nigga. Yeah, Yo, that man, one, dun, dun. And, and I think even the Eve joint. Yeah, all, yeah, he did all the Eve um, debut album. Yeah, yeah. That, album, that album was hard. They were shitting yeah, on album. him for that though. Yeah, um, yeah. I always thought I was always wondered what, what was the deal with Fruity Loops because I, I edit a lot of video. I do like a lot of video shit, but yeah. I move really fast on iMovie. And yeah. they're like, "Why are you moving? Why are you using iMovie? You should use Premiere or Final Cut Pro." And I know how limiting iMovie is, but I could just go through footage and cut and edit footage really quick. Yeah. But for some reason, I just ha- it just takes none of that shit so much ma- longer. Yeah. None of that shit really matters, man. If if you know how to use that shit, just use it, man. Yeah. Like, if you know how to freak it, like I got iMovie on my phone, I use that shit. I can knock out something like in like ten minutes on it, mm-hmm. and I'm good. Yeah. So like it, it's not even about what you use, how you use it. Yeah. You know, like there's a bunch of people I know that make a make a make some whack shit. In a, in a large ass studio, right? You know, mm. and I know cats that make the banging ass beats with a fucked up ass laptop. So, <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think I was always wondering this because when when Never and I grew up, and I, indeed probably in your age too, like our era was like really uh, people cared about sound. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you know there was THX, there was Dolby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you you went out, you bought the amp, you bought the speakers, yeah. you bought like yeah. the. You did all of this shit. Like people really cared about sound. Yeah. That shit didn't. But that shit don't apply to beats, though. But uh, don't you think like when you don't when you when you're doing shit on your laptop or when you're doing it all on like uh you know on these like you know whatever on your phone yeah and then you kind of like you know when it comes to mastering or like really hearing the beats and everything do you, do you think it's like uh it's, it's all different man it's like not really you don't really understand how to really make a beat knock or no well. You can you can make your beats knock with anything that you use. Like there's a Dr. Dre's, and then you know you take the like the early Havoc sound or, the, or like the early RZA sounds and mm-hmm. shit. People still still play that shit to today. Yeah, like it, yeah. and that shit's still grimy, dusty sounding, and everything. You don't need THX sound for that shit. Yeah, yeah, that shit's still knock. But <laughs> it sounds, sometimes it sounds really bad. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, some of that shit. Ate so badly. when you when you master down like one of because you're known for you're known for production, yeah. right? So like. Uh, what do you call it? And we'll go, we'll get into a lot of you know your your beats and all of that stuff. But when you're doing production, I feel like if I did a beat, I would have to listen to it on my phone first because it would to- you know what I mean. Well, now nowadays you have to like listen through your phone because you know a lot of people are on the run, people on the go. 
So they're listening to music on the phone, yeah. and if that shit doesn't translate well. Yeah. You got to go back and tweak it now. It's really? a lot different now. So you got to like turn up mids. Yeah, make sure there's more mids so, and stuff. So there's like a mastering software where uh, who who told me? I think it was I think it was A Track who told me about this plugin or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you can uh, what is it, man? I'm trying trying to trying to think. Yeah, it goes through different modes to where. You're trying to think it, of the plugin it's name? Like, yeah, I'm trying to think of the name, but basically what it does, it, it goes through like the, the decibel levels of like a laptop or the phone or anything like that. So it goes through all these different changes to see what the, the levels are on it. And it makes you like you're hitting the right frequency right, and stuff right, like that. Right, right, so right. So it translates well. And that, that shit's dope. I mean, I, I don't use it. He just told me about that shit probably like a few months ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, apparently like it's a thing that people use, but for me, I'll just... I'll keep exporting this shit. I'll play it off my phone. I'll play it off the Bluetooth speaker. Play yeah. it off the, in my car and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit you know, is so annoying nowadays, man. Yeah. I swear to God, like it's just so fucking annoying, man. I mean, with this podcast, I I put it up on Dropbox and then I go play it in the the Bluetooth speaker and then I go in the car and yeah, just to make sure the levels are yeah. I mean, crazy. Th that's the way I always did it. So to me, is it's just a part of the process. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, there's been beats that you've made and it did, it doesn't translate through the phone. So you're like, I'm going to tweak this. I'm going to turn these mids up. Nah, like, you know, if if anybody like makes beats in this room or anything, like if you make a beat, it's like you got like version one. And that's like, oh, man, this shit's trash. By the time you figure it out, you may be probably on version five or version 12 or some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, to really, really figure that shit out. Right, right. So, I mean, it's it's always a process. So do you by now? Do you already know what frequencies you got to hit and, and everything on the beats? And Honestly, shit? I just I just I produce through my headphones. Wow. Yeah, like I'll I'll play everything out through the speakers and everything, but I really use just my headphones. Uh, and there are Sony NDRs. And then through through the headphones, it does translate through the clubs, or is it yeah. always different when you hit the club too? Um, I mean the the levels are, are pretty straight with that shit, just because uh the the headphones I use it ha has a flat sound, <coughs> so like. Like beats, I try to use beats to make to make tracks, man. That shit's whack. Like Sony, too, the Sony MDRs muddy. are like the OG, the yeah. studio headphones, OG right? studio yeah. headphones. Those are the best fucking headphones. Yeah. When I was making beats like heavy, heavy, yeah, those were the the, the most yeah like like true to sound shits yep. like you can hear to this day. Uh, that's what I use. Yeah, yeah. Period. I think when I started DJing, I I went to about three or four pair of those things. Yeah, Bro, you can't DJ. Them. You can't. I can't nah, DJ can't on those man. shits. No, I just yeah. Because the output isn't that high. Nah. Like you'll blow them shits out when you're DJing, like in a club. Yep. yep. And they're fucking fragile as fuck. Yeah. Like the the arms on the uh, yeah. headphones, they'll break. Like, yeah, they'll, they'll break. Snap. Like, yeah. You talking about yeah. the joints with the blue and the red? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the OGs. I was still wondering, you know, I'm glad to hear you say that those are still the best. Yeah, they are. I mean, f for me, that's what they work. Just for me, if I'm going for a flat sound, so every system that I play out on, my shit's going to play out. It, I don't hear, it doesn't sound muddy. The sound isn't, you know, it's it's a true balance sound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so everything you, you that you was I, using beats and you was like, this shit is like. Man, I, I think I use beats for like a day, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're really bass heavy, right? Real, real bass heavy and muddy. Like, yeah. mm. like they're basically uh, what? What are those? Uh, what are those? Wait, do studio we have monitors? A, do we have the rockets? The yeah. rockets joint? Yeah. Yeah. It's like those. We don't have a beat sponsorship on. No, we don't. And I think we just lost it too. But if we had it, yes. <laughs> if it was, if it was in the works, it might yeah. have been uh, dead. It's, yeah, it's, uh, Jimmy Iovine pulled the plug. I mean, on they, that one. but they look good, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
They look they stylish. Look, marketing stylish. is amazing. It's hype. <laughs> like if I had to walk into a locker room, I would definitely put those on. It's all hype. Yeah. <laughs> like I would walk into the nightclub wearing those, <laughs> but I'd, I'd use other. Around your neck. Yeah. Like this guy's a true DJ with the Beats by Dre. <laughs> No, y'all gotta stop shitting on Beats by Dre. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I had I had a pair I used to travel with, and that was it. And then I tried to make beats with him, and that was that was done. I never used them for studio shit. Were you just confused? Like, why the fuck does this sound like? I thought I thought something was wrong with him. Mm. Like I thought I thought maybe I bought a bad pair. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> it yo. sounds bad, right? It does sound <laughs> bad. Really bad. Nah, it's, it's real though. I yeah, mean, yeah, that's real. Like, you know, when when you're making beats, you at least want a balanced sound, so the hi hat isn't like in your mm -hmm. face when you play it back somewhere anything like that so wow you know the sony joints shout out sony sponsor me they're like 90 dollars <laughs> they're so good yeah, and affordable and, and, and they're way like cheaper great. than beats right yeah, yeah. they're 90 dollars yeah. yeah like man i probably bought six pairs like i had people steal them like Damn. a few times and shit yeah, and I've, I've, I've lost a pair yeah i broke a pair what headphones do you use for your um i used to use the the beats air earplugs Oh, you're an earplug, motherfucker? Yeah. Like you use earplugs, really? In air. Well, yeah, because, uh, you know, this shit, I'm, I'm trying to mix quick, man. You know, and I got to <laughs> I gotta put them on my head and everything, man. <laughs> like, it's, keep, it's too I, much of a process. I always keep I one know. ear on all the time. I can't. Yeah. You know, I move. <laughs> I move? I move, man. <laughs> this, this over here. You have nah. plugins for real? What? You, you have the plugins, yeah. right? Yeah. So you have the, the wireless plugins when you DJ. Not the wireless joints. Oh, okay. Nah, like, like <laughs> I, just, I don't know how I feel if someone had the wireless joints. <laughs> I, would be a little I, weird. I, I would feel like there would be some kind of delay. Yeah, or something. there's a delay from yeah. the Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I didn't even think of that. That's crazy. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> like I've been mixing like shit all night. <laughs> That's funny, man. Uh, Yo, yeah, so I was gonna. I wanted to go back to um, like you making beats for MTV. Okay. Because I'm actually very fascinated. If you don't mind me asking, how much do they pay you for 150 beats? Um, let me see. This is 2006. Yeah, this is 2006. So that was in more of the ballpark of maybe like 10, 15. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So you made like $100 a beat, like 150, right? Give or take. And then out of that, because uh, I fucked up. I fucked up on that deal since I was brand new to, to the whole business. And I got maybe. No publishing? No. No royalties, no royalties off no that. Royalties. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. no. So no the trick, I heard the trick is to get royalties, right? Yeah, the trick is because you know they have reruns that they that they play, like you know, with all the streaming shit yeah. now too. Hell, so. Data still playing right now. Is it? I don't know, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> probably like on MTV yeah, too. Yeah, you probably yeah. you know, like night. it's so weird, man. I was talking, you know, we were talking to my brother. Remember? Yeah. My brother is mm -hmm. like he he deals with a lot of film and like Hollywood shit. Yeah. And he's always telling me. Before you get into a room for a meeting, dealing with anything in Hollywood, get uh, a Hollywood attorney yep. and get a Hollywood accountant. Yep. And if you don't can't have an agent, at least do some research on the agents you should work with. Yeah. And had you had you had talked to an attorney, yeah, they could have just gone through a contract. Yeah, and just combed through that yeah, shit yeah. and just, you know, really, really got, got my money's but worth. But you, you, you yeah. feel the same way, though. If you're going to yeah. deal with anything in Hollywood. You have to. You, you have to. You got to. Because everybody, yeah. everybody's trying to hustle you. Yeah. You know, so you just got to hustle them better. Mm -hmm. And it's, that's all it's about. Yeah. Like, nothing else matters when it when it comes to this business. Even like, now, more than so than ever, oh, we're yeah, streaming. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you got all the yeah. streaming platforms through the apps that they have. MTV yeah. has an app. They yeah. Can, and you know what? Yeah. I would actually even think about it now. If you if you do beats for a show, 
there's actually going to be more revenue, right? Yeah. Because there's more streaming and people yeah. can watch yeah. it as many times as they want. Yeah, on their own yeah, time. I, I, I work with a company now yeah. and it's literally less than half of the work that I had to do a long time ago. And like they do... Wait, explain that though. What's what's half so of the work? So maybe I'll make an album's worth of, of tracks. And if it fits whatever platform, TV, commercials, movies, then that's it. So they're selling it for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. the album's they're, they're, worth is what? How many tracks? Is maybe 20? 20? Seven to 12 tracks, or maybe. Okay. And okay. that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, nobody, nobody got 20, 20 track album. Wait, who? Yeah. That's, well, not, that's, that's not, not a popular thing. Album. Album. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see, volume two is 36 Excuse tracks. Excuse me. Uh, 20 track albums are dropping hey, all, Brown just had four. all of 2018 <laughs> in this yeah, year, man. Chris Brown doesn't count, man. That dude. Migos? Nah, Migos? Coach yeah. 2? Young Thug? Who else? There was a ton of motherfuckers that dropped shit. Yeah. Not not that much doubt. No, it's not that common. That was in the last two nah, weeks. It is recently. It's, <laughs> it, it's maybe recently. It's, it's um. It's become like the the like the label's way of securing like yeah. you know number one placement right yeah like for more songs the, for larger artists maybe so for like more the bigger people. so the bigger artists um, they have to release a certain amount of tracks so if they do put like twenty on there it's because they're trying to get points from the label to like yeah. make money back or some shit mm-hmm. like that. Like a lot of that stuff has nothing to do with because they want to put a bunch of shit on no, there. Yeah. They're yeah. either trying to get out of deal or they're trying to make their money back. Make their money back, and I think it's to hit just yep. like, you know, if I had 12 tracks versus 20, yeah. I'm just eight more listens per right per album <laughs> like right. stream, right? So, I mean, it's, it's all a numbers game with that. Yeah. So then this service that you, they're kind of like agents, right? Uh yeah, well it's a it's a company so they have contacts and everything already in place. So you just send them beats, yeah, and they shop it out. Yeah, that's great. So you're yeah. just brokering deals for you. So you yeah. still do that shit. Yeah, that's a that's On, awesome. Honest, honestly, I just I just got that a, a few months ago. Wow. Okay, you yeah, just I've got been, that I've deal. Been, yeah, I've been looking for it for a minute because I wanted to get back into that just to have something else to do other than. Just yeah. a DJ and, and oh, so, production stuff. Because I was thinking maybe you was, you was doing that still for the past like 13 years, still I, doing TV shit. I, I wanted to do it, but the way that, like all that shit, man, that I was doing back then, I'm, I don't have the time to do that, man. Definitely, yeah. 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 Like that's, that's too time consuming for me. But don't you think that made you kind of a better producer? Yeah, it, it, honestly, it really did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I'll tell anybody that shit. It makes you a, a real better producer. Like you can think on the spot, you can think of melodies quick, you can just lay something down like right. in like two minutes. And and uh, I, I want to talk about two things about production and stuff like that. But what you're talking about, whenever I hear like the TV beats, yeah, I'll be watching like a reality. I don't really watch reality shows, but when I do, and I hear like one of the beats come on, yeah, I feel like if <laughs> it'll sound like something that was out, but they just kind of rearrange the notes yeah. a little bit. You know what? That's funny because <laughs> a, so, wait, a wait, lot wait, of the yeah. So wait, wait. So my <laughs> thinking was, if you ever lost inspiration, you could just literally listen to like a game album. Yeah, and just redo all the beats, but in different instruments well, I, and different shit. You I know, I feel what like mean? they they use a lot of Dr. Dre beats and rework it. Oh yeah, yeah, ton. yeah that yeah. was that was big. <laughs> Nothing but a Jay yeah. thing. I've heard it forty thousand times different ways. So I just remember hearing like Family Affair, and then they would just change the <laughs> yeah, notes. Yeah, they would like, change the notes. Instead of like it was like dung 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 it would be like dung 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 it would like change a little something of it. I've literally heard maybe five different variations of that fucking song since since it came out just because of commercials and TV and shit. They just changed the little notes of it. No, and but did you kind of do that when you were like, "Fuck, man, I'm at eighty beats and I just gotta, I gotta, let me take this game, Fifty Cent, the." 
uh, is that? This is how we uh, do. This is how we do. Just change the notes a little. Bit. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take take like the song idea, but I would take maybe. This was around what, 2007. See, I like would the do West that Coast, shit though. The West yeah. Coast sound stuff mm-hmm. was like really, really big. Yeah. So like you know with like the piano notes and shit like that. So I would take inspiration from that stuff and it wouldn't be a reference to any track mm-hmm. but it would just be like that overall style because that's what you know this company was looking for yeah like now they'll just tell you yo i'm, I'm looking for this i'm looking for that can you make this uh-huh. and i'll be like okay but for me I, I i i would i don't know the kind of dj producer i am i, I would feel dirty making making a song that like flat out rips yeah. <laughs> even, if, if you shit. even if you know your name's not on it and it went to a reality show i would know you would really it's just for me i would know i don't know if and I it would bother you it would bother me like yeah. it really bothers me i gotta listen back to this rip off shit that i made <laughs> like really yeah <laughs> what was the, like what was that but i feel like crooked you if you would have, like if some... you were doing that you would feel the probably same way yes mm-hmm. you would you Fuck wouldn't yeah, want to hear something else that you produced that you kind of well here's the question no let me let me ask you a question yeah would you wear fake shoes uh, if I was broken younger, yeah, like why not? Or I would if I was trolling, like just to fuck with. Like if I knew <laughs> if I knew Jamie spent fifteen hundred dollars trying to find a shoe, <laughs> I might buy the fake one and come in and walk up and just be like, "Yo, this the fake ones actually look better than the real ones, man." I wouldn't get upset. <laughs> I, wouldn't fuck with him like that. I wouldn't get tired, bro. I see what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, but like you, you wouldn't rock some fake shoes. Like, yeah, essentially. I think it's a little different when they when you're making 150 beats. I think if there's like 10 of them or 12 of them that maybe were, were or like different variations of something that yeah. existed. Yeah, but if you're if you're as talented as as you as you try to put yourself out there to get this kind of work, then you always can make another one. I I agree with you, but if there's like a deadline and I'm just like you know. I'm and just I'm picky young. like that. Is really? Yeah, I'm, I'm that's weird good like though, that, man. Yeah, like I'm, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist and shit. That's I mean, don't get, don't look at me like I'm a thief and I'm okay <laughs> with stealing shit. But I'm just saying, like in that situation, I, I would totally understand. Yeah. So, like you say, they would turn beats back to you, like, "Yo, redo this." What, they what would be, be like, "No, uh, no, nah, nah, I don't like this one." Really? They, sometimes they wouldn't. Dry. Sometimes they wouldn't give a description. Or other times they would tell you, "Oh, can you do this?" Not to it. So when the 150 beats, I'm sorry, we're still on this. I'm just yeah. so fascinated by this. <laughs> yeah. If you get, if they get 150 beats, are they like, we need like 30 up tempo, 50 this or that? No, they wouldn't tell you exactly what it what it is. You're just like, yo, can you make 150? Like they they know what you can do, so they just leave you to it. Yeah. And if they like they like them, then they don't fuck with you. If they don't like this one or that one, they'll pick them out. And you never felt like you gave them a banger, like, damn, man, I shouldn't have given Hell that yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> damn. Like you would have rather gave it to an artist? Definitely. Yeah. But, you know, like, at, I mean, at that time, my contacts weren't even, even straight. So right. even if I had a hot beat, it wouldn't have done shit. So yeah. when did you learn? Uh, so how long were you doing that shit, making beats for TV shows? And then when did you learn that, like, oh, shit, I should be getting royalties? Um, I mean, right after that deal because i mean they were like oh yeah this is how much you're gonna get for it i'm like yo okay like that's like the yeah when you're 21 and someone says 15k you're like damn that's yeah. good that's, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then plus i was thinking that i was gonna get uh royalties off that shit yeah like it was automatic yeah but i didn't read the contract so at least thoroughly it, yeah. thoroughly I didn't so you didn't read the full contract you just signed it i mean i read it but it didn't make sense to me it you so know it was like a 21 that's speaking a whole nother language to you read yeah. that, like legal jargon right well yeah because they'll say this and then they'll say it again but in a different way and then 
they they, they changed a lot of shit up in the H- terminology. Hence the reason yeah. for an entertainment lawyer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of loopholes yeah. they take. And then there's like different things like you have an entertainment lawyer, I'm assuming. Yeah. So like do they take five percent or do you pay them hourly? I mean, it just depends on, on the deal. So in Hollywood, they have this thing where uh, entertainment lawyers, they offer you, they either do one or the other or they, they offer you it both, just, right? On, honestly, it just depends on who, who you work with. Like if you okay. have somebody that, that vibes with you, then, you know, they'll, they'll work a, uh, a deal with you differently than they'll work with the next cat. Interesting. So, yeah. Because yeah. my brother was warning me. He's like, they, some of them want 5% of everything you make. Yeah. Yeah. And, and nah. then, so, yeah, that's Which a lot. Which is not bad. 5% is not too bad. That's a lot. Actually, because yeah. once you add it up, up, once you yeah. add it up, it, it equals a lot. Yeah, because if you're making half a million a year, five percent of that, as opposed to like paying them hourly, and their hourly rates might be five hundred to like twelve hundred an hour. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if if you break it down, if they're only doing like you know twenty hours of work, twenty yeah. hours of work a year, and that five percent, yeah. yeah, yeah, compared to the five percent, it's just like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. another thing. Yeah, that's interesting, man. <laughs> so when, when you, did you know that I got to get an entertainment lawyer? Um, right after that shit. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to talk to someone and they kind of schooled you like, yo, um, like you should probably look into well, how, this? Like, did, were you like, were you like, did you take that shit personally? Like, yo, like, what um, the fuck? I mean, I, I took it a little personally at the time, but over time, man, I just learned. It's just like. This. It's a good lesson to learn when you're that young, yeah. though. Yeah. At least you yeah. didn't learn it like when you were old, like 35 yeah. or something. Well, yeah. Because that shit, imagine if you were doing that shit for four years and yeah. then someone's like, you ain't getting royalties? Yeah. It's like, wait, I should get royalties? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a royalty? <laughs> no, nah, um, I mean, now, I mean, nowadays that shit's pretty easy to find. I mean, back then, it, no one was really talking about that stuff. I mean, yeah. yeah. Of DJs, producers, no one was really talking about that unless you were really in the industry. It's still such a gray area, too. When I talk to, like, motherfuckers, like, let's say you work with an artist. Yeah. Like, how do you work out the points? You got to work it out there. I think I think it's pretty, I mean, it's it's pretty simple. Is it? It yeah. seems so complicated to me, like, the whole. Nah, I mean, look. Like, if I was there, and let's say you made the beat, and an artist was there. Yeah. But I came up with the chorus. Then you would, it's my responsibility to make sure I get points on that record. You, you get writer's fee. But you, get, but you get writer's credit. But the artist has every right to not include me too. No, they don't. That's that's, that's a court. That's a court. Look, I'm a different but that's person. What I'm saying, I yeah. know. But what you're saying is like the, if they, you know, legally they're supposed to. Yeah. But they have every. They can literally just yeah sign I mean, me I've, off and be like. Oh, I've heard that. about a lot of stuff like happening with like producers and uh, and like. And, and writers and all that shit. Yeah. So I, it's a thing that does happen still. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to be a lot more educated. The, the info's out there more than ever nowadays. Yeah. Like the more you're trying to get into this business, it's best to read up on that type of shit. Is there like a book or something that really that you reference that really helps you? Honestly, um, man, there was a book I read a long time ago. Man, I can't even think of the name. But if anything, I okay. So I had I had, a, had a conversation uh, with some friends. And I, I just said something on Twitter earlier. It's like, how does everybody have a computer and smartphones and shit? And if they want to learn how to, they want to know how to spell a word they never spelled before, mm-hmm. they're not going to go use their phone and look it up. They just spell it wrong as fuck. Yeah, what yeah. is that mentality from? You know, I, I don't I don't get it. Like, for me, if I want to figure something out, I'll, I'll, I'll Google everything all day. I, I yeah. want to know what that mentality is from where motherfuckers rather ask a question on Twitter than just research it. Yeah, I what don't get it. What is that from? <laughs> it's just the human validation. 
Like maybe they just want human interaction and they think that that's the way versus just doing the research. I don't think that's it. I don't know. What we're, that like, is. we're like we're yeah. like we come from like a library. Area. Yeah, right. So like our I mentality c- is to look shit up. Yeah, exactly. Or like a dictionary. Fuck out. Exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> I mean, like what, what, what age group is that though? That's doing it. Probably, I mean, there's a it's a wide range of ages. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I think you it's just society mean? nowadays that's just the easiest way to do it now. Yeah, just tweet. Yeah, I mean, I see I see young motherfuckers doing it, and I see people, you know, forty years old still doing that shit. True. You know, so it. Yeah, I don't I, think there's I really look up, a particular I'll, generation. I'll look up a word, I'll be like, shit, I don't want to look like an <laughs> illiterate motherfucker. I don't like. <laughs> you know, I do that also. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so it's, especially when I like put emails together and stuff. Yeah. There's some of these motherfuckers that they send me like, I'll get like DMs from like random like DJs or people who are asking me for advice, and the shit is like all misspelled. And I'm like, why would you send? Why would you be so comfortable to send something like this? Like you texting your homie. We have yeah. spell check. Yeah, we, they have natural spell check on our on our phones and the computer, and they the but, red lines mean something. But bro. It's, but it's it's a weird it's a weird dynamic right now that people feel like they ha- are so comfortable they can ask you for advice or ask you for something like they know you when they don't that's, even know nah, you. That's 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 some that's that funny shit, bro. I don't do that. I don't even think all. it's some funny shit. I just think it's how it's people really look at social media. Yeah, you know what? Some people still have respect, but a lot of people they they just go all uh, go all out. They don't care. Like they, they don't care who they talk to or how they talk to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'll just approach you any kind of way. Like it's I don't know I I don't I don't, I don't get down with that. Well, social media has allowed that. Yeah, to, for people to feel like they just can come at you, especially on Twitter. Really man, that's just that Twitter is dangerous, bro. <laughs> I stay away from Twitter. I man. love Twitter. Yeah. I love Twitter, man. This you do it's the it's best fun. thing. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's fun. It's, it's how do funny. you feel it? How do you feel about it? I don't know. You know, I I follow a lot of different different types of people. So. Yeah. You know, from like meme shit or like you know movie movie buffs. I think it's a really desperate world. It's a very. Like, I mean, there's there's definitely that side. I don't pay attention to that side. Like that's just negative. The f- like, I read some of these tweets and I'm like, <laughs> someone actually stopped. Had someone actually had a thought, and stopped and wrote it out <laughs> and shared it. And you know why? Yeah. And they thought it was so great. They thought their thought was so amazing. That they decided to share it to <laughs> however many fucking followers but that you, they have. But you know why I feel like they do that? Because they don't have someone to share it with, like a friend to talk right. to. So they, they never. Nah, they you just, just got a lot of motherfuckers out there looking for attention, man. Exactly. Yeah. It's whack. Yeah. So you saying people on Twitter who are on Twitter a lot don't have any friends? No, a lot. A lot of people do have friends. Don't don't try to do that. I do have friends. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of friends. Never's not so all the way wrong. Spider Tech, Spider Tech, you trying to I'm, say that? No, yes, no. Spider Tech, we hung out the other day. Real interaction. Yeah, it was friendly. You know, you're friendly. I think friends. it's fucking weird, man. Because some people get too personal on Twitter. I no, that. way yeah, too yeah. personal. Yeah. It's like I don't like, want to hear your business like that. Why are you your putting out there? But yeah. we were just talking about this off air. Like, I some, don't want to hear. Sometimes yeah, don't don't look. If I follow you, you are responsible for what you put out in the universe, right? No doubt. I do, and that's why I don't respect Twitter. Yeah, because they don't respect the fact that I'm having to read this shit. Some some okay. people. So have what's, some a, what's a respectable uh, tweet, <laughs> Crooked? Like, be responsible doing? about some shit. Like, don't say some shit. Like, what would would you be like? That's a good tweet. <laughs> it just th- it's like if I'm in front of you, I'm gonna watch what I say regardless, right? right? And not only that, if I'm in front of like 20 people, I'm going to watch what I say regardless. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to speak to you. I'm not going to like talk to you the same way I talk to 500 people. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, mean, I think you got to be accountable for that. And then people get all surprised when motherfuckers get pissed off 
or when motherfuckers are like, yo, why the fuck would you put that out in the universe? And they're like, it's Twitter. They like, don't have they don't have enough people checking them and telling them like, yo, you're getting too comfortable with this shit. Like, you know, yeah. there's some things you shouldn't be. Like, first of all, I don't want to hear about what your ex is doing. No. I don't care about that shit. No, like, keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> I don't care about yeah. that. I don't want to care. I don't want to hear about how your ex is a hoe. No. I don't want to care. I don't want to hear about. <laughs> okay, these are all understandable. Like, you know, I'm, just, I'm trying to see what, I what, what works for you. I don't even want to hear about uh, how you got on the bus and someone stole the seat on your bus. And now yeah. you don't like. Uh, whoever's and tweeting now, that, and now, run. No, but I'm saying now you don't like the, how. And he's wearing, what never and he's wearing wax yeah. sneakers. That's yeah. what never yeah. saying. Yeah. Because it's exactly. like if one of us were to do that, we would be like, yo, fam, you need to chill. Like before you send that out, <laughs> yeah. don't do yeah. it. Like you know what I'm talking about. Like someone would take a picture of the dude who stole their seat on the train, and be like, "Of course, this is the motherfucker wearing right. these fake ones. He, of course, he stole my my seat on the train." And you just kind of like, but see, why that- you why are you putting that in my universe? <laughs> the funniest one goes back. No, the fun back. the funniest so, one was is if I tweet something like, "Damn, my relationship is this, that, and the third, and then Darren will be like. Yo, why are you still there, man? But like, yo, mind your own fucking business. And Darren's like, you fucking tweeted that. You put it. You made it my business when you put it out on my. Oh, what's Twitter? the other one that I don't? I, I don't mind it, but I just think it's sad when a motherfucker says like they had a great night. Uh-huh. Like I can't believe the set I had tonight. Like oh DJs, okay. The crowd was amazing. And see you tomorrow. And see you tomorrow. No, 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 no. And then what did they do? Like they put the phone down and just sink in the bathtub. Like, ha oh, ha Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what all was alone that? in the hotel room. Like, just a night. I picture, I picture like a rev run, like a lot of bubbles in the tub. Like, oh, what a oh, great day! Yeah. Oh, wow. is, is that is that pause? I just my pause. Rev running the bubbles. I do picture. I did my bubbles. best set yeah. ever in my whole life. Today. I yeah. can't so believe people amazing. follow me. I can't believe I don't. They love I don't me. mind that. No, I don't mind those, but I just think it's sad. Yeah, well, see, and that goes back to you got to know who you're following. Like, if I see enough of that shit, yeah, but some of them are you're like, mute. you know, I, I I mute a lot of friends well, that I like, and that's okay. Like, if you no. see him, because if you see him in person, are they going to talk about that shit with you? No, that's right, what you. No. Have, but they talk about that shit online. That's Does right. I mean, I have to watch it and hear it. But they you should talk to me about that in person. Do they know that you mute them? No, you no, can't even exactly. No. So your phone I, have phone. I have a question. I, <laughs> phone if phone I had the best night ever, okay, I'd just be like, "Yo, that was I was dope." And then yeah. if I saw you, I'd be like, "Yo, like, how was your weekend?" Yo, man, Saturday was just so. But even oh, you still, yeah. you but even still, I would control myself because no one wants to hear how great you are. No, by by you. <laughs> well, okay. No one wants to hear you, have, you, have you talk friends. about get, how great I you are. That. Let no. me tell you how many times I called so Peter. I don't, I don't care. I don't I care if it's Twitter. Time. I don't care if it's whatever. I don't care. The only time you can do that shit is maybe at like a funeral. But other motherfuckers got to <laughs> say that shit. What? At a funeral? Yeah, like you know what I mean, like whatever, or like what you know. I don't want to hear that <laughs> yeah. shit on Twitter. Chase like, what the like, fuck? Funeral? No, I'm I mean, you. look, I get that. Yeah. Only thing I'm, I'm going to say is you can mention your night. I don't care about how well you did. I, all I want to hear is, yo, how was the crowd? You know, yeah. what was the vibe like? And that's it. Anything else is mm-hmm. doing too much. Yeah. That's it. But social media is the therapist. That's like the new therapist. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people so use like it as a therapist. Twitter, uh, Twitter also though. gives that's you. Because you're, so, you're talking to a million people, but in a way you're not talking to anyone. Some, I heard somebody tell me that uh, they, use, they use social media as a way to vent because they don't have, you know, like close friends. Anyone, that they can yeah, talk exactly. To, they don't have no one to talk to. Yeah. 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 So 
you know. Who, you said that's bad? Huh? You said that's bad? It's yeah. just sad, man. I, yeah, just I mean, that is shit is sad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. I'm not going to put my stuff. That's why you have Twitter drafts, and you just put in the draft. And then think about it, let it simmer. Usually it's, usually it's an emotional tweet, though, so you want it out right away. No, I, I, I put some shit like in the drafts like, a few times. Really? I have, like, multiple group chats that I will send that shit to. Yeah. Like, yo, y'all wouldn't believe what the fuck just happened. Yo, your, your tweets on our group chat are great in the yeah. middle of the night. No, I'm saying like it's some crazy shit will happen, yo. And I'll, I'll fucking send that out. But I would never tweet that shit. And the only reason why I wouldn't tweet it is because <laughs> I've gotten in trouble. Like, I've lost gigs. <laughs> oh, I've, shit. Yeah, I've lost gigs. Damn. But you got in like pretty disrespectful, though. No, nah, not I'm really. Scared. I'm not really. To your to your standards, not really. Or to yeah, no. person's not really. You heard what I you said about, earlier. I <laughs> right to, before you hit record. I talked about is. shit though, right? Uh, With uh, that's a edit. Yeah. What's his name? No. Who's the guy from? Uh, yeah. I gotta bleep this. Shit. <laughs> huh? <laughs> we bleeped it last time. We gotta bleep it again. Is it? Yeah. We. Uh, well, anyway, like I think he said something about like I was DJing and he said something about like it was and they, he was just like. I I don't understand why these DJs play so aggressive or they said something about I don't know what the fuck he said. He said something. And then I and I replied back like yeah. why don't you bring cuz at the time he would DJ with two iPods. <laughs> so he would what do, he says is relevant. But though. then he would he would say he would say he would like, you know, he would DJ with two iPods. He would do events in Vegas and DJ. Yeah. And then this is probably what 2006, well, it's, seven. It's funny you mentioned it because I no, DJ with him before. Yeah, and he was DJing with a pre, he had a pre-recorded set, and he was just standing there making acting like he was DJing, but the music was. I've over, seen that before. Yeah, some cat had two two laptops and like a, an aux in, and he did a gig that way. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people that do that. No, I and also did a gig with a dude. He just uses a laptop, use a use a aux, and just use iTunes. Like, Damn. Yeah. Just use iTunes. So there's no mixing involved. No, no th- mixing. Actually, this um, guy, uh, can I say his name? <laughs> All right, well, I think you won't bleep it out anyway. Yeah, I mean, I just was, said he uses two. I, I didn't, you know. He was using Tractor. Uh-huh, he okay. was just letting the music play. He must have had like a 90 minute set already. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So just one big file. Nah, exactly, right. yeah. He said something. I said, yo, like, why don't you come over and bring your two iPods and play with me? <laughs> hey. And then I don't know oh, what so- happened. No, but he, he was working with you when he tweeted that, right? No, he was just hanging out oh, okay. with probably Ashley Simpson, who he was dating at the time, right? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, they were just hanging out, and he just decided to be like, why are Vegas DJs always playing? But you were the one DJ. <laughs> oh, no, he said, why are Vegas DJs, why do they play such awful music? And it was probably like EDM. It was probably like the, the yeah. wake of EDM time. Yeah. And then he doesn't know EDM, yeah. probably doesn't understand that shit, and he was shitting on it. And I, that's when I was like, yeah, bring your two iPods. But because I said that, all of these DJs started attacking him. Oh, and then shit. he was, And then he ended up apologizing and being like, yo, uh, I wasn't attacking the DJ. I was just saying the music isn't too, like, I don't like the music. It's that's, not my okay, favorite. He's using that shit as wow. escape, bro. You, you say you know something like that online, you're talking about the DJ. No, no, but then my manager called me up. He's like, what are you doing right now? And uh, and he's like, and he's like, I'm getting calls from, you know, you bleep that out again. Yeah. He's like, I'm getting calls from them. Uh, whatever you did, whatever you you tweeted something, and I'm like, yeah. He's like, fucking delete it right now. And I'm like, I had to delete it again. Damn. And then something happened again. Actually, it wasn't a beef. It was who's the DJ? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it was that. And he was like, why does this DJ keep using the air horn? And then I, <laughs> and I replied back to <laughs> and I replied back to him like an LOL, like, yo, my fault. You know, like it's it's the New York in me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then Riz was like, because he's from New York. And then everyone started attacking. <laughs> Damn, you have friends on Twitter. <laughs> but I got in trouble again. So I was like, yo, I'm not tweeting shit. You know what but I mean? That, like, I'm not going to tweet Look, shit. I get it. I get it. Because somebody going to talk spicy about you online. You're going to say something like when I'm not the type to let somebody say what they want to say about yeah. me and just leave it. Like, come on. So, I don't care who they are. So, like, that's why I wouldn't even indulge because I know I would go off. So, I don't even, I don't even, you don't want to see me, like, you don't want to see me go off on Twitter. <laughs> I won't let that shit go. Look, that's, yeah. that's a young person, but you got to think as, like, a business person. Yeah. With your image and everything, all the deals and shit, you got to go on. You, you got to know when to say something and how to say it. Like, of course. that's the one thing I had to figure yeah. out. But yeah. look at Trump. He's on Twitter talking mad shit. I mean, <laughs> but yeah. but but do you think? Well, I always think about this. Like the era, the era that we live in, everything yeah. has changed with marketing, right? Have you noticed that yeah. everything yeah. has changed with marketing? Yeah. Everything yeah. has changed with mm-hmm. how we use social media. And it was probably around the time when when yeah. Trump came into well, when he was trying to he was campaigning. Sense, you think in the sense yeah. that it's just become more reckless. Well, it's like it's, if, it's if, been, that shit's if, been if, reckless. If, who's but the highest like, standard of who, who represents the standards of America? The president of the United yeah. States. So if so he's lowering the standards, why else should anybody else care? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's what I meant by like yeah. just his recklessness has caused a trickle effect, For a domino sure. effect in like yeah. Our, like we basically culture. got a troll in office. <laughs> like yeah. it's so right. weird. Yeah. yeah. Yo, if you if you work at if you work at any job, right, or even your parents, if they don't give a fuck about responsibilities, you don't give a fuck. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Or, or you're, or you're like, you know, I've seen a lot of kids where they learn and they watch their parents and be yeah. like, I never wanted to be like my parents, so that's why it's such a big issue for me. Yeah. Because yeah. these motherfuckers would never clean the house, so I, I'm really, OCD. I'm really on it about cleaning the house. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you either there's two effects. Either yeah. you, you, you become that. You become, yeah. You either, you either following the example or that becomes the example for you to like. Not the not fine. Yeah. You break, you yeah. break the yeah. circle here, yeah. and I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like that. Shit is crazy. Like Trump is crazy the way he's talking and doing all of this shit. But I'm sure there's a large majority of people that are like, yeah, that's I, I yeah, I wanted to say that for <laughs> I you. Mean, yeah. there was enough to make <laughs> <him a> president. <laughs> yeah, like I agree with that, motherfucker. Like, I've been thinking. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I stay away from Twitter. I know you're all on Twitter with your Ooh. feelings and shit. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm mostly talking about the Dodgers half of the time, but yeah, it's my feelings. You get in there. I see that shit. But you, so when you're on there, yeah. you, you indulge in shit. Are you? I mean, I just I just interact with different people. Like I just made the, I just made the tightest beat. Like I'll, you do I'll, shit like that. I mean, if I yeah, if I if I say yo right now, yeah. Yeah. no. If you look at my Twitter right now, if if I if I did say that, I got to preview up, and yeah, yeah. you know people would be like yo. That shit's because I, I know that shit's banging. When you preview, do you ever worry about someone like jacking your idea, or just kind of like you? I mean, what, I mean, well, the timestamp is on. Look, for for yeah. me, for me, enough enough people, you know, know who I am. Like as, in in the industry, a lot of background people, you know, they hit me up. Like they'll, a lot. they'll call someone out if they stole your shit. They'll, they'll right? call. They'll call me. Yeah, you know, they'll hit me up or whatever. They'll ask me if I have shit all the time. So I'm not worried about that shit because yeah. it's not like I'm the I'm the cat that uh. You know, nobody's heard of right, and right. everything because word's going to get around to me. Yeah. So I'm not worried about it at all. At this point, 
before years ago definitely yeah talk your shit man you know you're not worried right no i'm I'm not worried now he's like these motherfuckers know me right no but i get what you're saying because if you're coming for that ass I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Talk you your know, shit. A lot, a lot of people, oh, a lot of people right know me. He's clapping. <laughs> a lot of people know who I am. Okay, but they either don't want to give me my props, but they're always hitting me up behind the scenes on some Woo! shit. Mm -hmm. Talk like, about it. So, it's Damn, it's funny. Like it's, big guys. Yes. yes, yes. And this shit happens, man. Like, can you name names? Like, no. I believe. I'm not gonna do I'll that. I believe. I believe. You know why? You know why? Because because the EDM scene like likes a black ball cast like me. I see. So I can't. What's cats like you? <laughs> Demons all I'm talking about. I mean, what's cats like you? Yeah. Like, well, what kind of what kind of dude are you? What are you trying to say? A person of color, bro. Oh, okay. You know, but people don't say, know. Say it though. Yeah. Say it. I, I'm. I. I want to. Because we, we, yeah. we have an audio. We have an audio show. Because so yeah. you know, you're black. Know. Yeah. Because because I'm black. You know. Well, think but wait, wait. But you but, speak. By the way, Demons is not fluent. the Demons is not the only brother in here. Right. Puerto Rican cat over there. My I'm white skin, never. but I'm. <laughs> my bad, my bad. You want black to you? You look like a tan. No, no, no. We, we, we've had. We, I think, think we've talked had, about this. Yeah, we've had this conversation yeah, before. Yeah. So what is this conversation? Like, closer in color, or is it? No, no. Why just, you leave my man out like that? See, the hard, the hardships, the hardships. We had the conversation before. I've, I've had hardships. <laughs> I've been there. I've been down that road. Talking about it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's never, man. It's just that, that's just what it is. Can y'all start including never? I'm sorry, never. I'm sorry. left out, man. Yeah, you just did what DDM does to you. You left the brother right. out, man. What the fuck was that? Yeah. Oh I feel like God. it's the dark against the light skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> closer shade than never. Hey, you're not even that dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Wesley Snipes versus uh, Christopher Williams. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. It's like school days, right? I know. Yeah, yeah school the days. One, the, days one of, right? the wannabes and the jiggle moves. You're, you're, you're not part of the struggle, now. Right? It's know. good. I got it easy because I'm like shit. <laughs> Never was, wait, wait, let's Never was tight, yo. He said, Darren's not the only brother on the table. <laughs> I, I've been through struggle, too. I've been through struggle, too. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, that should be a t-shirt. I've been through I've struggle, been through too. too man. Yeah. I've been there before, brother. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Um, nah, we'll go ahead. No, but you, speak, you, you speak fluent Spanish, right? I don't I don't speak fluent. You don't? No, I understand it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought you, sp you spoke fluent Spanish. No, I understand it. Because he's... Uh, yeah. This motherfucker was making it seem like you're no. Venezuelan or something. No, yeah. Dominican and black. Dominican and black. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. So, did Dominican and Cali really? Yeah. Yeah. We got a no, whole. No. Wait. Wait. Where? Where? <laughs> exactly. It's 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 a very it's a very small. You small exactly. Clip, but exactly. You know. Like we all exactly. know what's that. Like exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. You don't know exactly. the Dominican. Exactly. You don't know the like Dominican culture. Look, for for every for every uh, person you meet out there, they they know a Dominican somewhere. In LA, in LA? Really? No. yeah, random, yeah. Look, <laughs> <No. laughs> I promise you, like in like Bellflower, Bell, no, Bellflower, I'm gonna Valley, be honest somewhere. with you, man. I grew up in the woods. Yeah, I have never met a Dominican that wasn't from the East no. Coast. Well, exactly, that's crazy. Yeah, and 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 a, and a lot of times you won't even know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I literally grew up like, around. Is it like, like it's like the Illuminati? It's, like it's Dominican not. Illuminati. It, honestly, like unless <laughs> unless you're just you're just around us, you know, everybody just assumes. Is it more in the South Bay? Dominicans just sneaking around. No, yeah, they're they're trying not to you know what it is. It, you know what it is. It's not even that. It's just because in LA, it's just a lot, lot of Mexicans and big time, and ev and everybody that is 
Latino out there, they look like him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know. You're not the only Latin brother on the table. <laughs> so, no, no. So, so, so they, they look like him. They have his color. Yeah, yeah. So, if I go out there. I'm kind of the wire. You know, so he's pointing at Jamie. Yeah. He's and, looking at me. You know, so, Jamie, no one even assumes you know, that you're Latin. Oh, yeah. For the listeners, Jamie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so, everybody has his color. So if I if I go out there, like there's a couple Dominican cats, like there's there's a couple cats that, that I knew from Yeah, there, there's a there's a bunch of cats that I know from like Puerto Rico that look that actually are, are, are darker than me. Are they in Compton or where are they? LA. Just LA area out. just spread out. There's yeah, not, but there's, but there's not like many. one in I mean, like there's not there's not many. Yeah, you I'm might not, see not like there's like, a hub somewhere. Like, yeah. I was like, where Man, is y'all motherfuckers <laughs> act like I'm talking about watching heists or shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Like there's out know, there. I don't even know a Dominican restaurant in LA. They, they used to be. They closed it down. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's, no there's no Dominicans there. But <laughs> well, there was only one Dominican restaurant in LA. Yeah. Yeah. It was in uh, Bellflower, I think it was. They okay. had they had the best on culture. It was great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You were no, making no. it seem like he was from Ecuador or some shit. Yeah, no, I thought he was from like South America somewhere. Someone. Yeah. Yo. He not told me he was somewhere. Somebody else. Somebody else was like, "Yo, are you are are you from Panama or some shit?" Yeah. He lives from Panama. Yeah. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. But like, nah, man. You know, my, my my dad's Dominican, and your dad, okay, yeah. yeah. So he, you know, a little Spanish, yeah. So just, I mean, just growing up in LA, mm. I mean, you know, that's pretty much what like it is. Me, yeah. All right, so let's get back to the people of color, as you said, that yeah. maybe get discriminated in the, in in the, the EDM, EDM world. Well, you can't you can't really step out of line too much as as a person of color. Like if the things that happen to you that hap- that happen to me and other cats I know behind the scenes you can't really air that shit out because mm. if you air it out. You know, you you gonna have motherfuckers coming at you with like pitchfork and I'm shit. I'm drawing wow. a blank. Is there any EDM black artist DJs? Like yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, G Buck, shout out G Buck. Uh, shout out Squeezy Mac. Squeezy Mac. Uh, who else is the there? Afro House? Um, Afro Bros. Black Coffee. Af- black Afro Coffee, Bros. Yeah. Uh, no, but like black, like black coffee, uh, like a else? Calvin Harris. Like I'm trying to like on that echelon. Like, isn't there like one that kind of looks like Millie Vanilli? Like, you talking you know, about Afro Bros. Afro Bros. The, the homies from uh, Netherlands. Shout out Afro Bros. Afro Bros. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but there's not many. Isn't Afro no. Jack black? Or he's mixed? Oh, he, yeah. He's from the Netherlands. I mean, it's the same same deal yeah. with the Afro Bros. Black. Like, they're, you know, they're all, yeah. they're all mixed up over there. There's not many, though. No, no there's like five. No, there's not. There. Yeah. And yeah. you. I mean, old school, you got Carl Cox. <laughs> yeah. He's, and, uh, you know. But he's house. Yeah, he's this like, he's Can you name another, like, some other... Uh, EDM producers or EDM DJs that are out there that are maybe like kind of like like hovering below or slightly above the surface. Do you know what I mean? Are you giving like like his props to and shit like that? Well, I just mean out? like I want to know like how many are there a lot of EDM producers because I I don't follow the EDM yeah. world that much. I mean, so I wonder if there's like a lot of producers out there that I don't even know of that are like. They have to stay in their place, and they kind of they can't really rise above the surface. They have to like stay underwater. I a mean, little bit, you it's, know what I mean. I mean, it's not them having to stay underwater. It's just the proper uh, media attention. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of that stuff is media driven. You know, the the lighter half they have better access to to media teams and and uh, and, and deals and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it it's easier for them to get their music out there, right? You know, and and heard. So you think as as, as you come up in the scene, because we, we were talking about this, you've been in Vegas two years. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I thought you would have worked more regularly in Vegas, yeah. but you travel so much. You're yeah. on the road. You're doing like what? EDC Mexico. Yeah. You're doing big festivals. Yeah. And yet you don't have a presence, as much of a presence as you should right. in Las Vegas. Yeah. 
but is it that stigma where you want to DJ EDM, but they pigeonhole you to like hip hop or like you have to do this or play this? Um, I think it honestly, I think it comes down to um, me, me really not being okay. So I'm, I'm the producer, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm not Calvin Harris or Diplo or anything like that, they're not going to care what I produced or, right. or how many people's playing my music. So that's not how it works out here. So unless I cross that threshold, right? My name. It's a really, lot. It's a big yeah, threshold to cross over. Yeah, yeah. you know, especially because well, Vegas has its own culture. Mm-hmm. Like no. literally, it's its own culture within itself. So, you know, to break through to that, you either have to uh, be around which I I kind of was last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was a lot, pretty much a, a lot last year. But yeah. this year, I was just like, you know, I gotta grind. I gotta I gotta do it if I'm gonna make it in Vegas. I'll get there eventually, yeah. you know. So every now and then I'll I'll come out and everything, and and that's that's pretty much it, man. But but don't don't, don't you think that maybe there isn't uh, as many venues for an up and coming EDM producer or DJs to actually DJ at? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I don't. I, oh, but you, I'm not I'm not just an EDM producer and DJ though. Mm-hmm. Like I I play all over the place, and I'm, I play the kind of shit that I like. Every well, I mean, what what do you like to DJ? everything to be honest like you know i was just in denver i played you know three days over there and it was all different types of music mm-hmm. so i mean like uh saturday night i played at this spot haters out there which was which was really really dope um it was open format top 40 yeah. edm you know shit like that and then uh sunday it was like hip-hop um a little bit of old school stuff um a little bit of like the the trap stuff like the a- like the asaps and shit yeah yeah so and then Monday was like just Motown. It was a Motown like soul funk oh, music, so, right? Yeah. And so, so, but your production is mainly um, is trap in. in I like mean, it's, EDM? it honestly, if you look at my SoundCloud, I have a lot of different shit. Like mm-hmm. I have a lot of like uh, Moombathon type shit, and I have like some hip hop stuff on there, and then you know I have some trap things in there. But it, it's it's all pretty much a mixed bag. But like how everybody knows me from. From like the mad decent shit, yeah, is from like the the Moomathon. So they're gonna put me towards more of the EDM and, and like Latin side, right? So, so you know. that that label does that does that kind of prevent you from doing other things, or do you feel like it pigeonholes you? Because um, like if I see if I let it pigeonhole me, then yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's that's definitely what people were trying to do. They were definitely trying to keep me in that in that position, but. I'm like, nah, man. I like, I want to be able to play this other shit. I know yeah. I can play this other shit. So, I mean, I, you played a great set at one oak. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> nah, it was, I, did I mean, it. it was like a good hip hop set. Yeah. It was good. It was. I definitely could have been better. I was. I was nervous, and then one. Uh, I also did not know the time that I had because I didn't even know you were DJing tonight. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know they had. Well, nobody communicates at yeah, any nobody, nightclub. Yeah. So. <laughs> was yeah. this the night on um, Premier DJ? Yeah. 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 So yeah, I didn't know. I didn't even know Premier was DJing. So it was like this weird thing where you thought you were going to open for Premier, yeah. And then I thought I was going to open for Premier, <laughs> and we just kind of showed up, yeah. At this, at and the then some, time. and then some random I thought cat. I was opening the whole night, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then he, sh- and then he was opening, and I was like, all right, like I don't, I was confused, and they're like, no, you're going to get on before Premier, and I was like, uh, at that point, I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. And then the yeah. weirdest shit happened that some random ass cat just came on after Premier. Oh really? Nobody knew who nobody knew who he was because you asked me who he was. I said I don't know. Oh yeah, it was like some last minute thing. Right? I don't know who he was yeah. at all. And the crazy, I don't know honestly. I wish I knew because um, Premier was looking at me crazy when he was playing because we were hanging out before. But then his manager was looking. He's like, "Yo, who's this cat?" Because Premier was probably on maybe thirty minutes, 
and the cat that was played after after premiere was setting up his shit while while he's DJing. Oh wow! I was bugging out. I was like, <laughs> damn. Like he was like, yo, excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> the premiere while he's over here trying to rock a crowd. Yeah, motherfucker's not even on for thirty minutes, and he's doing that shit to him. Oh shit! Yeah, he probably felt disrespected. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Yo, I, I felt disrespect. Yeah. Like it's Premiere. Yeah. I feel like Premiere could have slapped him. No? No one would have stopped <laughs> him. There's a funny story in New York about Premier that. With, yeah. Not about yeah. Premiere, but it's actually about DJ Scratch. No. About slapping the motherfucker that did that to him. I would have put it Who past basically Scratch. It's a, D- <laughs> and it's a DJ that everybody knows. Oh, oh wow. Man. We got we got to talk about that off air then. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know too much. I don't know too much. I don't know too much. I like how you looked at the camera. <laughs> no, nah, but uh yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. It was a hop. It was crazy though. Right? Yeah. It, it was, was like Jeter's well, Yeah, was it for Jeter's? Yeah, it was, it was Jeter's, for Jeter's like, like golf tournament or something. Yeah. something. It was it was a it was an it was a good night. It was nuts though. Are are you playing next month? Yeah. When? I don't know. I got to check my schedule cuz I'm playing the 6th. You are, yeah. That's but good. It's a Friday, so I'm that's just really like, good. yeah. I'm like, are they gonna have us play again? We're not gonna know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe I'll show. Just, <laughs> maybe I'll show up and just fuck with you. <laughs> like, oh, just with your backpack and shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you call it? But you, you're, you mentioned Mad Decent, yeah. You and you're doing festivals and you and you're traveling all over, yeah. And to do this, is it? Are you getting gigs? I want to talk about Mad Decent too. Okay, but since we're talking about DJing and everything. Do a, a majority of your gigs? How do you get them? Do you have a manager right now? No. Are you are you doing it? So you're Just doing everything myself, yourself. Yeah. And is it mostly from social media? Is it from production? Is it from? It's from everything. Just the production, and then like, you know, I used to be like real, real self conscious about posting my DJ shit. Yeah. And why? Um, just because I, I felt like I had a standard, I had a had to meet because I looked up to a lot of different DJs, and those motherfuckers were dope. And I'm like, yo, if I put something, I want it to be. You mm-hmm. know, on that caliber. But can you name a, a few of them? Craze, uh, right. Scratch Bastard, um, Chris Villa. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? I mean, A Track, obviously. Um, Espinoza. You know, turntable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if I'm going to put a routine online, it's just it's not going to just be me playing records. Yeah. You know, it has to mean something, at least you know for me, because that that's that's the that's the era I come from, like of DJing. Do you still feel that way now? Yeah. Yeah, when when I, that's for me. I mean, anybody can do whatever they want to do. You for, still for feel me. like that even after Cray said you were his favorite DJ? <laughs> the Cray, Cray said, said this? Yeah, he yeah. tweeted that. Yeah. He said, Spider takes my favorite DJ. That's that's big that's, words from yeah. a, a big yeah, DJ. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my bro, man. Like, we weren't even, like, we would talk here and there, and then, like, we hung out, and then we did a gig, and then, like, because he didn't even know, like, I could DJ. Like like that. So wait, wait, how did y'all meet? Because y'all have like an, an album y'all coming out with, right? Yeah, yeah we got an EP that. Let's we're talk about on. this now. Since we're on this right now, you got an EP. It's uh, you guys are like a group now, right? Yeah. So, so Craze has two cents with Four Color Zach. Yeah. And now he's gonna have uh, Metemano, Metemano yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. When that's like all Mumbaton, like Latin vibes type shit, like mm. like Bailey Funk, uh, like the cumbia stuff. We got. So was Zach jealous that? <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> he, he couldn't do that, you know. Uh, that was he. I don't, nah, man, Zach's a homie. I don't know. No, no, he's not feeling some type of way. No, no, he, he should. He sure? should feel it. No, it's two Have different you, sounds. Did you talk to him? Like, uh, no, I feel like y'all kind of seeing the same. What do you mean? Like you're seeing the same shorty, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Elizabeth. Like, that shit sounds weird, bro. I would, ha- I would, I would, I would <laughs> like and this he's life. Like, he's like, like Raphael Sadiq. He did the Tony 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 album, and then he goes into a Lucy Pearl album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It might feel away. See, yeah. like if D was Zach, you know, Jamie was Craze. I would hit D on the side, like, yo, man, like, <laughs> Craze said he has a little interest in working with me. Like, is that cool with you? And like, you know. That we yeah. split his time and stuff like that. Split yeah. his time. The the crazy part like is that, that I've known, but but I've known I've known Zach and and Chris. Well, well, not not Chris. Craze for probably since like 2014, 2014, whatever. So yeah. So I mean, I've, I mean, I and I never really talked to them like together or anything or like going out to to their to their shows. I always talked to them like individually. So, so. you do you have Craze like on the weekends, <laughs> and then Zach has them <laughs> from like Monday through Thursday or something? No. Nah? <laughs> you're scissor. You're Are the you scissor? You're the oh, they switch off, uh, they switch yeah, off yeah. every other week. Wow. You're the nine to yeah. five, and I'm the weekend. <laughs> I want to know how this works. This dynamic words. Like, it's just, it's just different. different what was that sounds. show on HBO? Big Love. Yeah. 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 This is like DJ Big Love it's, right it's, now. It's just different sounds. That's all. <laughs> no. I, by the way, I respect what you do with the cumbias and the merengue and stuff like that. Thank you, man. And uh, yeah, we, today we just lost Celso Pena. So yeah, mm. yeah, that was, that was a, that dude's a legend, man. Yeah, he's, he he changed the sound in cumbias, but I appreciate what you do with that shit. Thank it's you, mad dope. Like, yeah. to me it was like when I heard you you were doing that with Crazy, I was like, fuck, that's a different lane. Yeah, um, like we honestly like he's always wanted to like work on some ideas, and then this was way. Wait, was, I want to know how y'all met. How did this happen? Um, but 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 before that, you you know, yeah, do. You, do you ha- did you do you have experience or like with the Latin sound like with with your father being from Dominican Republic or no? Growing up in LA, you're exposed to a lot of cumbia and like banda and right. shit like that. Like because Dominican is more of like bachata. It's, it's, more, it's, it's more bachata, merengue, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And like faster dimbo, shit. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, I had so because when I was DJing in the Heights, yeah, that's all they wanted yeah. was bachata, yeah, yep. merengue, yeah, and then some reggaeton. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's a lot of dembo now. Yeah, it's, dembo. it's not 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 even it's not even reggaeton. It's a dembo. That's like one one ten one eighteen type shit. Yeah, yeah. It's basically the I call it like the Dominican soca. Yeah, it's like get it get them. It gets some hype just the same. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I gotta get some of that shit. Yeah, dembo. <laughs> to put um, us on real you quick. probably have some, but you don't even know that's what it is. Probably, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so how did you link up with Craze? Uh, through through my track Simedisis uh, that came out, like I had just put that shit on SoundCloud, and one of my homies was like, "Yo, man, your shit's really dope. I'm gonna pass you uh, Diplo's email. Don't don't uh, don't share it or whatever." So I s- sent this shit to Diplo, and um, he was like, "Yo, this shit's dope," and that was that. But then by the time like October of 2000. Is that how you got uh, the, the Mad Decent? Yeah, because I mean, I just kept sending them stuff, everything I was making. So did he offer you a deal? So this is basically how it worked. Yeah. My track on uh, Dip, yeah, the whole Jack U, Diplo, and Friends mix when yes. like, they, they yeah. needed that shit. Yeah. My track was one of the tracks on there. Like everybody mm-hmm. was listening to that shit. So that's how, like, my SoundCloud blew up overnight. That that track was probably at maybe three hundred plays, mm-hmm. four hundred plays, and then like overnight, the shit was like ten k. The shit was wild. So right like, now it's like at one hundred and forty nine k or something probably, crazy shit like that. Probably I haven't even I don't even go on SoundCloud anymore. Yeah, you're up there right now. <laughs> but right. like after that, everybody started hitting me. It was like Ape Drones hit me, uh, Zach hit me, Craze, all these people. Like Snake hit me, all these dudes, crazy shit. 
So, so what did they hit you? They're like, they're like, yeah, yo, you want to work? We want to work with you. Like, you got any more? <laughs> it's like, yo, that, that track's hot. You got any more? So like, like so just to play. So they hit you on SoundCloud yeah. or DJ? No, nah, it's Twitter. Twitter. That's how, honestly, that's how I made a lot of my connections because wow. having that, having the Twitter. Ah, that's why you like Twitter. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the <laughs> way you can. It's the connect. holy grail. Yeah. If, if there's any, any dope producers um, that I like to listen to, I either hit them on hit them on SoundCloud. Well, I don't really hit them on SoundCloud anymore, but usually they're on Twitter. I get it. Now, that's, that's why you're saying that producers who like your shit but DM you on the side, yeah. you feel a little worry about that. Well, yeah. Yeah, of course I'm going to feel some kind of way about yeah. it. But, you know, so I mean, like, getting back to the story. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so a- after that shit, uh, I just kept sending him some stuff. And then me and, me and, uh, me and my dude, uh, this guy out of Russia named White Gangster. Mm-hmm. He, we did a track. We were working on it for like like three months, two months, and we kept going back and forth about if it should be full or if we should have a, you know, if it should be kind of like sparse a bit. So we finally wrapped it up. Next day I sent it to, to Diplo, and he got back at me like ASAP, and he was like, yo, I played this shit in Amsterdam. The shit went off. It's like, yo, what do you want to do with this record? And the first thing I said, I was like, I'm not trying to put this shit out for free. So what's mm-hmm. up? Yeah. So, um, bars. <laughs> that was <laughs> so, that was the business sense kicking yeah. in. Yeah, like after all that shit, like yeah. I know how to come correct, you know. So uh, that can come off the wrong way though on a message. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> to you, yes. To a lot of people, like God, nah, they, they don't, don't see so, too man. much into it. <laughs> like, Chris, like, what the fuck you mean by that? <laughs> I would have been like, like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> No, well, go ahead. well, with the well, with music business, what somebody the the homie DJ Blast man, shout out to him. Like yeah. that dude's like a reggaeton legend. So he told me he was like, "Yo, man, you can't be afraid of these labels, man. They need you more than more than you need them." Mm. Facts. I said, yeah. if if you if you want to get on their shit or whatever, like you got you got to talk to them like you got your fucking balls in your hand, bro, and like let them know what's up. Got it. You know, and off of that, man, it changed everything. Like me having that mentality. It's like, yo, you I gotta, know I can go gotta, get it. You got to talk about the money first. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, oh, you like this? Well, what? How much do you like this? Exactly. What are we gonna do? Yeah. Right. Because, because I, I seen it before. So I'm sure, I'm you, sure know. you look up to Diplo and you think he's dope, but you gotta have, you gotta I, protect yourself, right? For me, man, it's always it's always about okay. I see what you're doing. I wanna I wanna do something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you have a lot of these upcoming producers that get real real gassed at you know these bigger DJs playing their shit, but then nothing comes of it. Mm. Like nothing happens, you know. They're just like, "Oh yeah, he played my track." I'm like, "Yo, well, did he offer you a deal? Did he? Does he want to work? Did he do anything else?" No, 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 no. And that's literally it. And they don't have the business sense to follow it up and see what else can happen with it. Yeah, they just leave right. it. So for me, I was just like, "Nah, man, I want to figure something out." Mm. And uh, what was it? Was what was his response? So let me get back to this you. This is a crazy ass story. Yeah, yeah. this is a crazy ass story. So I had a, a DJ in aspen with uh with a dude of mine and after this was the weekend of the mad decent block party mm-hmm. in denver at red rocks did not have a ticket did not have a way to get in okay yeah and uh so as we're coming down on on a sunday he gets some tickets to sell for the mad decent block party and he's like yo i'm gonna sell two you know we have two and we could go in there and I was going to try to figure out how to talk to this, uh, to my homie Johnny Denver. Now he works for AG Live. And uh, I wasn't really cool with him at that 
at that moment in time, but we had mutual friends. Mm-hmm. But he knew me enough to where, you know, it was nothing for me to get in that type of shit. So we go, and my homie at the time, he goes and is like, yo, I'm going to go sell these tickets. I'll be right back. Yo, I waited for an hour, hour and a half, man. Dude never came back. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I had, I had tried to figure out how to get in. So I hit up uh, my homegirl, Rue. Uh, she was like, yo, call Johnny. I was like, I didn't want to hit him up just out of nowhere on the day of on some kind of shit. Right, right. So mm-hmm. she was like, no, nah, hit him up. So I hit him up, and he was like, where, bro? I'll be out there. Give me like 45 minutes. So I wait some more. I get in VIP, and uh, I'm I'm trying to get backstage mm-hmm. to make sure after the show I can go holler at him at least for for a minute. Kind of follow up. Yeah. So um, I'm before, st- before I'm st- you go on with yeah. the story. So when you sent him like I'm not trying to do this shit for free. What, yeah. What's up? What was his response in the? D- he didn't give me a response because he had to do the mad decent block party that oh, day. I got it. Because he was doing the major later show with them. So I'm st- I'm standing by my dude Johnny the whole day, mm-hmm. making sure I don't lose him. So because I'm like I gotta get backstage, I gotta talk to this cat. He's in Denver, he's right in front of me. I gotta do it. So at the end of the end of the night, um, he's like, "Yo, are you are you are you sure? Are you sure you know him?" He was like questioning me because he didn't know me well at the time. I was like, "Bro, so you I told him you. like, what'd you tell him?" I was like, "Bro, I was like, yo, yeah, Diplo." I was like, "I was like, bro, Diplo knows who I am. Like, trust me, if you tell him who I am, like, like, because." A lot of people like to say that shit, but I say that shit with confidence because motherfuckers actually do know me. So right. I told him, like, I, I'm telling you right now, just go, tell him. So he was like, all right, cool. Waited two minutes. He was like, all right. And I go in there, and uh, yeah, Junior, uh, Wall Street Fire, and uh, the A&R of Mad Decent, Paul mm-hmm. Devros, he's right there and everything. Yeah. And then first thing Diplo's like. Did Diplo have a shirt on? <laughs> of course he didn't. Of course he didn't. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't know where that came from, ladies and gentlemen. He never has a shirt on. No, He's all and, on his and he didn't. He didn't have a shirt on. <laughs> but he goes like, yo, what do you want to do with the track? And I was like, well, I told you I don't want to put out for free. So then he, he grabs uh, Paul Devereux. He's like, well, here you go. Talk to him. And that was that. was that. Wow. Yeah. And you worked out the deal there? No. That was, we, I got I got connected to Paul Devereux that day. Mm-hmm. And then uh, over over a matter of like six, eight months and everything. That's how we figured out the release. And mm. Did you so, know how much money you wanted? So that, um, honestly, I did not. Were you still $100 a beat or no? <laughs> 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 yeah, because I, honestly, man, I, I wouldn't even know how to approach that. Yeah. I wouldn't even know yeah. what to say. Exactly. I wouldn't even know what to ask for. Yeah. I wouldn't even know what I would need. Did you have an idea how much were you worth? Like, uh, yeah. You're like, my work Cause, is Because my much. thing is this. Well, what happened to you it's it's obviously not luck yeah but it's it's rare that that opportunity would happen to anybody it sounds yeah. like the 90s like when the rapper would like show up somewhere and like spit some bars and then get signed kind of that's what it sounds yeah, like but i already had a rapport with him yeah before yeah but it was so. like you've been on the radar so that's what i'm saying it yeah. sounds very rare but my thing is like let's say like there's a another kid producer out there and you know he's kind of in contact people are noticing him then all of a sudden you know you took the initiative actually going there to meet him right yeah had you not have done that, you know, who knows what would what could have right. happened, right? Yeah. Maybe he would have forgot about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it wouldn't have been on his radar, right? Right. So uh you taking that initiative and, and starting that. Yeah. I mean, what are the things that a kid should do to protect himself and not get like G'd up by these big artists or big producers? Um 
Cause me myself, I even wouldn't know what the fuck. Like, if if I made a beat and then all of a sudden, like, you know, like I don't know what the fuck. Yo, Gotti hit me up. Yeah, he was like, Yo, I want this shit. I yeah. wouldn't even know what the fuck to do. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even know how to do that shit. You call your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yo, bro, listen. Yo, Gotti's hitting me up. Yeah, I'm honestly. And that, and and you said you worked the deal in six to eight months. Yeah, that's a long. That's I mean, it's yeah. not a long time. Yeah. I don't know how long it takes to work a deal out. But you know, in this day and age of millennials and like instant gratification, that's that's a lot of emails, that's a lot of phone calls. Whoa, right? okay, it's a lot of meetings. With All right, so check it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you this shit. This is what happened after that whole initial meeting, and then we followed up with some emails. Communication started falling off a bit. Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, man. So I kept checking back. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of like streaming along a little bit because right. I know. I mean, I know they're busy and everything. I get it. But the, at that moment, I'm just like, yo, man, what are you guys going to do with it? I'm not right. trying to have you guys just forget about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, going back to what what, what Blast told me, I, I basically just called her bluff. I was like, hey, I got this I got this label. I got this other label interested in this track. Like, mm-hmm. yo, are we doing this deal or what? Because if not, I'm just going to go over there. Right. I had another label, but it wasn't nowhere near as big as Matt Decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 20, min- 20 fucking minutes later, emails me like, we got the contract. We're getting the glory to draw it up. Oh, man. Mm. So it was only because. It was a poker move. Yeah, right. period. Like, honestly. I like the aggressiveness and the confidence you have. There's no. Look, man. If you're not going to go make it out you're, and you're not going to go hustle for yourself, who else is going to do it for you? Like, that's the way I was raised. You know, like having that. Uh, what is it? The L.A. mentality. Yeah. Like, we got We got to go get it. Like, is that an LA mentality? Yeah. You're about to shit on our shit. Go ahead, bro. I think that might be the Dominican New York. I'm about to say yeah. that. Yeah. The, the Dominican mentality. Santo Domingo. That's, that's in his blood. The LA, okay. man, LA mentality is like, you know, let's smoke this shit. And let's just relax. <laughs> Whatever just, happens, happens. Maybe, maybe I hit him up tomorrow and shit, man. You know? No, I mean, you know, that's yeah. what it what it is. Like, I know I had something. So right. it's like, I'm not I'm not trying to just be here. I wasn't trying to be some some local DJ. And just spend in town and maybe get like a couple hundred plays on my SoundCloud and that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think bigger than that. Right. So I respect. But if no one's going to do it for me, I got to go do it myself. Yeah. And that's it. You know, you just got to have that confidence. But make sure, you know, you know how to take, you know how to take the answer no. Because there's going to be a lot of no shit. Mm-hmm. Heard, a, heard mad no. I heard, you know, I've been ignored, flat out ignored with shit. Right. Mm-hmm. But. You can't let that shit get to you. You kept going. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, it's it's these guys get so I I get you know, I I can't even imagine how busy these guys are and how many deals are on the table. Yeah. And honestly, like there are deals that are on the table that sit there for I wouldn't even say a year. You know, like months and stuff like that. So to really get on their radar and give them a sense of urgency, you have to really you got to put a sense of urgency into anyone that's that big because. I mean, they don't I don't want to lose dis- it, you know? I mean, you can't be disrespectful. No, no, no. But it's yeah. different to be disrespectful and, 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 yeah. and to give them a sense of urgency. Right. Where this is like, no, this is a priority right now. Yeah. This is not like number 25 on our task list. Yeah. Like, we're going to lose this track. Let's get it. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Like, you got to create that sense of urgency and really know how to read read people out. And right. Be like, look, you know what, man? Let me take this risk and let me put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. Good. Yeah. Like, it's good shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. Props, bro. Respect. And like you said, you're like yeah. comfortable the, with being told no. Yeah. So that kind of right there is a task in itself. Yeah. Being like 
being able to have like that humility to be like not butthurt over someone telling you no. Well, I mean, look, it's part man. of the process. Yeah. Of it. And that's the thing that people have to understand. It's all part of the process. Yeah. I get a lot of dudes in their 20s, like early 20s, like 21 and 22. And they're like, you know, it's not happening. Yeah. It's not happening. I'm like, it's not supposed to happen now. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. You haven't even learned all that you can learn. So as good as you think you are right now, you are not anywhere near as good as you could exactly. be. Exactly. And that's the thing is, and that's what the world and God and and everyone is trying to tell you is that you're not that good right now. I mean, yeah. you're not great right now. Your theory stands again. Any, between 30 and 35, you say that, that's <coughs> the best years for anybody. And yeah, because he was learning. He was making tracks, 150, you know, 150 tracks for 15K. <laughs> yeah. He was learning. He was connecting with people. Yeah. You know, he was moving around. And, yeah, he was moving mm-hmm. around in different yeah. cities. The dude has been here in Vegas for you know for two years. I have no doubt that he will get a big residency somewhere in Vegas. Yeah, because I had I had yeah. Hyde and they shut down. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I'm just saying like hey, you won. No, you won. Yeah, you won at the end of the day. But yeah. it just takes time, and you and you really just you need to give yourselves time, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and I'm sure those 20 minutes when you were waiting for a response, that yeah. must have been the longest 20 minutes ever, I mean, right? Not really. I mean. <laughs> Well, okay. He's I, like, I want to go through a PB and Jane came back. No, man. Like, you have to amp my shit up, man. You got to be like, yo, look, I, was I was sweating look, bullets. For, for me, with that, it was just like, I already. Was Were you getting, over it by that? You were just like, fuck it, man. Let, let me well, see what these guys say. I was, I was used to it because, I mean, I would send Diplo tracks and he would maybe respond maybe a month or maybe like a couple weeks later. He was like, right. yo, yo, these are dope or whatever. And that would be it. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm 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 knowing they're touring. I know they're busy, so I don't I don't really I'm not really pressed about it. Right. I'm, just because I want that to be an avenue, that's not my only avenue. Mm. I'm gonna work on this other shit, and if it happens over here, then I'm then that's all good. So then you get the contract, and what do you do? You send it to your lawyer to review. Everything checked out. That only thing we had to adjust was the uh, percentages, because uh, my homegirl, Malas and and Blast, like. They they only said like a few things on there, just like you know, couple phrases, and a lot of the times, you know, because she's she's been used on on like EDM tracks, mm-hmm. and she hasn't gotten anything on it. Right. So you know, for me, I'm I'm like really really good friends with her. She's like my sis. So I was like, yo, I want to make sure you get some fucking percentages off this shit. So I had them like tweak it out and make sure she got like some some writers and everything, and we worked it out, oh. and that was it. That's dope. Yeah. So when you work out, like when let. Let's say you have a deal like that, or, or you you have a beat, and someone wants to put it out, and yeah. you guys work out the points. Do your lawyer yeah. does your lawyer work that out? You work that yeah, out. Yeah, we we work that out. That's it. And there's writing credit, yeah. right? There's two different credits. Publishing. Right? There's publishing and masters. And masters. Yeah. One is what performance based, um, or so or the music. One is the music itself. Yeah. And the other one is like the writing. Like the overall, like the masters is that you. Like, who owns that track? Or how many people own that track? Right. Like, you know, a, a lot of these labels, they'll go for 100% of mastering because they want to own that shit for, like, the contract is for, like, 10 years, I think. So is it rare for a producer to have any ownership? Um, Yeah, you you really have to fight that, especially if you're, like, a new a new producer right. coming out. Yeah, a lot of the times. Like, but the writing credit is definitely... That's, yeah, that's included. Have, like, yeah. the writers and the publishing and everything. That's, you know, that's a part of it. But What's the, the standard points? Like, what is it, the points? 100? Um, the, sta- the standard is 100. So, like, what would how many points does a producer get? 50? Right. I mean, there's not really many points. It's all percentage-based now. It's all percentage. So like, what's the percentage? What's the typical percentage for a producer to get? Um, 
I'm not even sure with working with rappers or anything. Like all my releases have been like EDM shit. So you know, is that usually like fifty fifty kind of? Or? Um, well, the masters is is fifty fifty. Like the master will be fifty fifty. Um, the publishing will be fifty fifty, and then the writers, depending on how many people help with the record, you know, either it'd be a hundred percent or it'd be fifty fifty with you know this other producer that I made mm-hmm. it with or anything like that. Or if I had, you know. Uh, had a vocalist on it or something, and I want to break them off with something, and then, you know, I'll break them off with some percentages. But you don't have to do that, right, if you don't want. I mean, if, you if you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's for the artist. I, mean, I have a quick question, te- though. Technically, you can just give them a performance fee. Yeah. One-time fee, and that's a wrap. Yeah. yeah. Like, like if, like, let's say you did scratches on the record, mm-hmm. you could be like, yo, here's 500 for the yeah, scratches. Not, yeah, a lot of people exactly. do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, I'm, and that's, a, that's like a... That's nice that of you, though, back, man. Yeah. For you to do that. Well, yeah, because I mean, if if we're all, if we're all creating it together, I feel like yo, wow, we, we we deserve to be put on it together. Mm-hmm. You know, do yeah. you do you limit as how many people you put on a record? Like the, you know, or do you just? Yeah, it doesn't matter if it takes a hundred artists to finish this record, and make it great. Do I don't think it takes a hundred artists to make it great. I mean, shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, you I'm, get what I'm saying. I know, I'm, I'm exaggerating, pop, but I know twenty pop, artists. I beg, I beg to differ. I, I mean, beg to differ. Pop music, man. That's, they have like endless writers and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Do you have? Have a you ever limit? seen that video on like <laughs> Zed the Middle? Yeah. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. Even like Rihanna records and yeah. everything. It's like mad writers on it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not. I'm not even sure because it's that shit sounds like a crazy ass situation to yeah, fucking yeah, figure yeah. out. You know, I'm not even familiar with it to be like, yo, okay. But I'm. I'm. I work pretty simple. I'm like I got this person. This person. Like. If I think this person sounds dope on it, then I'm going to reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Then that's just it. Do you search for new talent online on like YouTube? I'm always listening because of uh, you know my my radio show that that I do like every like every Monday on Sirius. It's like the globalization sessions, and mm-hmm. I'm always searching for like Moonbathon, Afrobeat, Bilafunk, just everything. So I'm always looking on like YouTube, SoundCloud, everything. Just all types of producers i don't care if they got 100 followers or anything like if they got some dope shit i'm gonna put it on there and if i feel like oh man this person's dope i would like to collab with him then i'll hit him up it's not a big deal to me have you done ghost production before um long time ago like early 2010s yeah like 2007 or whatever but i didn't like it because what, what, what do you mean I didn't like it because basically I was giving them my sound. So if I was producing for other people, be like, "Oh, well, your record sounds like that, right? That's your your record sounds like such and such record." Mm-hmm. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, it it to me it felt it felt it felt whack, man. Because uh, the person I was doing it for, I I ended up overhearing a conversation of him trying to take uh, credit from another producer. Uh, at the time because only because he recorded vocals for it but he was really trying to take away the producer credit for the cat wow and really just trying to give him a very small co-production i was like nope this ain't for me mm-hmm. can't yeah. do it um did any of your productions blow up your ghostwriting productions that you did nah they didn't really do shit just well, not ghostwriting but i mean ghost, 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 ghost production, production yeah. i mean yeah nah like they they Kind of did whatever they did, and they kind of just went out. Mm-hmm. But they never blew up anything, which I'm kind of glad for. Because I know you'd probably be pissed. Trust <laughs> me. I, just, <laughs> after the whole situation and everything, I just distanced it, and then I really couldn't do anything about the records I had already did. Do ghost producers get uh, publishing? No. Typically, no, right? Um, I mean, some of the ghost producers, 
you won't you won't see them uh, credited as produced by such and such. You'll just see them kind of like in the writers, or sometimes they'll just flat out pay for pay for a track and that's it. Mm, so just be kept anonymous. Yep. Yeah. And but they won't get any royalties off that shit. They just just you know oh I'm giving you five five k right for this beat and that's it. That's end of that transaction. So if that record blows up, they fucked. <laughs> For real, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shit. So you have an, a deal with Matt Decent. Are yeah. you Are you required I, to make a certain amount of songs or? No, I mean, it's just, I mean, I have a good relationship. It's like with a production him. deal? Yeah, so I have a good relationship with him. So if I have something that fits what, you know, whatever they like, yeah. then they'll go for it. If it doesn't, I can take it to, to wherever. Like, I have a really good relationship with that team. You get like first dibs on everything pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, because I mean, you know, like I, I talk to them pretty regularly. So, you know, they're, it's always easy working with them. Like when we do like the the deals when the tracks get picked up for like um, TV and what was it last year? I think we got picked up by like VH1 and the uh, Video Music Awards and shit. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like those, those deals and those transactions are always super, super simple. So, that's you know, dope because you're not in a situation where they own your nah, your production. No, nah, they'll hit me up. They'll hit me up with the email. He's like, "Yo, they'll um, such and such wants to give, wants to pay this and that for the track. What do you think?" You know, that's like licensing, right? Yeah, and there's licensing. Yeah. You know, and that's that's a that's a huge thing that these other producers don't pay attention to. What kind of payday is that when when uh, when these TV shows or movies are doing it? It all depends, really, you on know, their budget, pretty much. Yeah, and then how much the you want to be a part of it. These shows are always going to try to lowball you. But, right. but if uh, you get a really good deal, you can get up to like 20. 20K. Yeah. For them to just use it on the show. Like, it's crazy. You can, it's such it's such a huge gap. You can either get 500 for it or you can get 20K. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So you never know what kind of offer you're going to get. It's just whether or not you want to renegotiate for better terms. Right. That's it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I like all this shit. Huh? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a totally different world from from DJing, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's 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 fun for me outside of that because at least I can you know whatever idea I have I can give them, and if they like it, they like it. If not, whatever. But if I I have two places I can go with it, I can either go to the licensing shit or go to artist route. Mm -hmm. So and that's a nice that's a nice uh, avenue to have because a lot of cats they just hold on to shit. You know, or they don't have the option to be like, oh, I have a good relationship with this label. Let me hit them up, you know. Right. Like, it took me a long time to get to get that kind of a uh, connect and, and that, build that kind of relationship to where I can just do that. So, I mean, I'm, you know, I know I have it a lot easier than most, but that shit still was fucking hard as hell to get. Right, right. You know. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your process while producing? Is it like you give yourself like, oh, I got to make three beats a day? Or is it like whenever you get inspired or what do you? How do you fulfill that? I mean, if I'm making, I mean, I just make whatever. Like sometimes I'll make something in five minutes. Sometimes I'll make something, and it'll take like maybe like a couple of days or a week to kind of get to it. Especially with me traveling around, because I, I I use a desktop, so I don't have a laptop that I take on the road with me and produce with. Mm -hmm. So whenever I get back home, you know, I rest and I start just working on ideas. And if it sounds dope, then I'll just keep on with it. You know, I think the hardest part with production is getting past uh, the four bar loop. Like mm -hmm. you make a dope ass four bar loop and yo, this shit, this shit's banging. But where are you going to go with it? 
you know, you got to build on it. You got to make sure. How it, many layers? Yeah. What yeah, instruments? All the, yeah. Drum sounds, all of that. Yep, yeah, yeah. Everything. What do you usually start with? What, what what loop do you start with? Like a bass line, horns? Melody. It's... I mean, melody is obvious, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's all different. Suck a dick. Suck a dick. Honestly, man, it's, I always approach it different. Like, yeah. I know I'm, I'm friends with a lot of different producers, and I ask them their process, and a lot of them, they'll have, a, like, like, a template mm-hmm. that they'll open, and they have their sounds and things like that. Mm. And I can't do that. Like, I feel like if I just use the same exact template that I have for this last one, it's going to sound like that last one. Right. Yeah. So I, it's harder, it's harder, man, essentially, but I start from scratch all the time. And you're banging out remixes at, at the same time, too, right? Yeah, because um, I was doing a lot of bootleg shit. Um, I did, like, some remixes for uh, for Anna Luno for, fuck, man, this is probably a couple years ago, some shit. I mean, I've... I've d- I've done a lot of remixes and then uh, the DJ City shit right with like uh, with like the Puro Party stuff mm-hmm. yeah and that that stuff how'd you link up with DJ City um honestly one of my goals was to work for DJ City right so I was like you why know, for for what reason yeah why would you want to work there whoa 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 whoa, 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 whoa that was a joke that was a joke <laughs> DJ City shout out to you guys love you guys all day don't love. listen never's been reckless all day today no. I, we you heard that phenom. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Quickie. I was joking. Quickie, Styles. Styles. Jesus Christ. You know, <laughs> we just lost. We just lost the beats. Right? The beats. I, 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 love, I love those guys, man. I'm just joking. No. <laughs> that was a jokey joke. That was a jokey joke. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, I really wanted to work with them just because they were on the pulse of the culture. Mm-hmm. Like when it came to DJing. Uh, when it came to like dealing with like record labels and shit like that, yeah, you can see through time they were always about their business, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm gonna fuck with a with a DJ pool and, and a team like that, I want to fuck with a team that has their shit together like that. Like I want that shit tight, man. From from a production standpoint, you know, there's so many outlets, right? Yeah, of of earning money and just staying productive and active, right? So yeah. like one outlet would be like you going back to TV. What is the benefits of that? Just kind of like. If you have just like a, a couple spare beats, you can just kind of bank them off yeah. and get rid of like, you know, like some C minus, C plus beats and you can put it to the side. Yep. Right. So then that's being active. Yeah. And what, what, why I'm bringing this up is that, you know, for producers, you want to make as much money off of everything right, you're doing. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there are tiers to what you can do. So a top tier thing would be you creating a song from scratch yeah. with artists that you're working for, complete creative control. And that would be tier one. Right. That would be something you care about the most. Yeah. That would be something you put the most heart and energy in. Definitely. Right? Yeah. And then tier two would be like uh, outside production, right? Yeah. Yeah. Producing something for maybe you make a beat and you're like, I don't completely love this, but it's really good and it's relevant right now. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to some an artist and see if they're gonna bite at it. Right. right? And then let's say after a few months, if no one's biting, it moves down a tier a little bit. Yeah. Right. Am I kind of yeah? yeah. Well, yeah. You just. The whole the whole goal in this industry is to stay busy, right? You know, and just make money as uh, so. Like you know, when you're making all these beats, if I'm making fifty beats a month, you know, I don't want a fucking regular job, man. Yeah, you know, like I've been out I've been out of like nine to five work since 2011. Mm. You know, like that's a huge ass gap, man. I, I it's an, it's a huge accomplishment. What is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that you can do that off of production. This is why I want to kind of let 
producers know that yeah. you're not limited. You can do no, you can you do can anything do remixes. You do. And then the third tier will probably be remixes, right? And yeah. then the fourth would be maybe edits. Yeah. And then the fifth would be yeah. like, you know. Yeah, because I mean I mean I was only making edits just because they they helped me in the club. Right. You know, like I was, you know, playing local and I was playing the same clubs every fucking week. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to play the same shit every time. So I had to figure out how I wanted to present it. So that's how the edits came through. You know, and those, and then you can also share those with yeah. DJ City, yeah, exactly, and all of that stuff, yeah, and exactly, then, yeah. And then I just, I just think it's interesting. So when you look at all of those, yeah, is that how your brain works? Like this is a tier one beat, or like this is a tier four beat, or does everything filter at tier one and then kind of go down? I mean, I can hear and I, and I know what it is. Yeah, like I can hear and be like, yeah, this one's going to that, or this one. Oh man, this one's dope as fuck. I'm gonna keep it for this. Have you ever had a beat that you wanted to, uh, you're like, this is an original joint. This is so hot. I'm going to get an artist to sing on it. I'm going to do it. And then you just couldn't figure it out. You couldn't get it going. A lot of times. Yeah. A lot of times. Just can't do anything with do you, it. And then how do you do that? Do you send it to other producer friends? Do you I try. Like, take I try a look, to. Take a listen to this. What do you think? I've been yeah. like, this is, here's yeah. two versions. <laughs> like I wrote this and I wrote, the only reason why I'm saying this is because when I was doing production, I would yeah. go through the same thing. I would have like. I would make a beat and I'd be like, yo, that's dope. It's missing something, but yeah. I don't know what the fuck it's missing. Right. And then I would like either put it on the side because I think mm-hmm. the worst thing that you ever do is try to force it to work. Yeah, exactly. So like I, what, what I used to do with design work, like I feel the same way about designing. Mm-hmm. So if I design something and I felt like it's missing something, I'd put it on the pending wall. Yeah. So you put have beats that are like pending. Yeah. Sometimes a pending wall can have 30 designs yeah and then all of a sudden you walk you're walking down the street you hear you see a bus pass by you see an advertisement on the bus you're like holy shit that's the color i was looking for right and then you add that color to the yeah. design you take it off yeah. the wall and then you start making it mm-hmm. but the same thing happens in a beat where you could be in a cab and all of a sudden they play this song and you're like oh my god i needed maracas yeah like, that's all i just <laughs> i needed maracas for that one beat that was unpending right yeah so it's, 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 i mean i've had beats that i've had that i made back in 2015 and i just finished and i actually just finished it like this year right just because i was like yo this is dope yeah and yeah. you know it it sat but then i revisited it again i'm like yo i'm you know i have a whole new set of perspective ears yeah, yeah, yeah exactly you know all that time I'm like, yo, I can do this with it. I can do that, and now mm-hmm. it's now it's a real fucking track now. Yeah, like this. Yeah, I just did that Amazing. shit like 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 a week ago. That's great. Yeah. So like when you when you go through with like, uh, yeah, damn, I got something on this track. There's something there, but I'm missing something. Yeah. Do you typically just hold on to it, or would you send it to somebody? Um, I'll try to send it to anybody that I have, you know, that I feel like it fits. Like a if if I can't if I can't figure out who it goes to. Yeah. Then I'll ask, you know, I'll ask a second opinion or something. I'll ask like a few homies. To how, see often, what they, how often do you ask for a second opinion? Like how, I wonder like how many DJ, because you know, there's so much ego involved, right? And then, you I mean, I, I, I like, I like feedback, man. Like right, that's yeah. the thing. You can't, you can't be against feedback, man. Like mm-hmm. if somebody tells you, hey, you, maybe you need to do this different. Right. And mm-hmm. maybe they're right. Maybe they're wrong. But the fact is, you got to be open to that type of yeah, shit. Like if you're right. so quick to be on the defensive about somebody critiquing your shit, you're not built for this like at all you know let's say let's say your let's say your track does get get passed and then somebody writes to it and it gets out there i've seen plenty of tracks do that and everybody's like nah that shit's fucking garbage that shit's whack that beat is whack right yeah. you know then what mm-hmm. that's that's their opinion but still you got to be hard 
you gotta pause. You gotta be <laughs> you got you gotta be built like strong for this shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't you, you gotta can't have be, thick skin. Yeah, you gotta man. put it out there. Period. Hey, I always, hey. I always think I always say, and then you know what? If if we were gonna circle back, yeah, I would say the same thing about your DJ routines on Instagram. Yeah, you just kind of gotta put it out there. Exactly. If you try to perfect it and have it be this perfect thing, it actually builds a little bit more of a fear in you because you think as time goes on you feel like it has to be a higher tier right, exactly it's like oh my god i'm becoming a better producer yeah. uh more industry people are looking at me now mm-hmm. the the routine that i'm gonna put has to be even more mega yeah when in when actuality you should just put out what you what right. you think is good yeah work as hard as you can yeah for right now yeah and if and if you feel like is is good yeah you know put it out so you, then we're gonna see more routines from you then. definitely so. okay. definitely <laughs> well, I, okay so um, I've just been traveling a lot, so I mean, I've been doing a lot of routines on the fly. But you know, on, I just I just use use my phone just mm-hmm. to record. So right now, I just moved into this spot about a month ago. Yeah. So um, I mean, I haven't really set up anything to do like you know any video. So mm-hmm. that's why I haven't done any routines soon. <laughs> coming, it's coming though. Yeah, yeah, you'll definitely. Be, I got I got I got a bunch of shit that I've I've been like wanting to put out there, but I just haven't. I mean. Anybody that's seen me in the club or at these different right. things I've DJed, they've they've heard me doing. It's funny, uh, since we're on routines, we never got to the craze story. What? Uh, how you, how you and craze linked up? I mean, it was just through that track. He was hitting me up. He's like, "Bro, that that shit's dope as fuck." Cause right. He like he like he liked the style because I guess at the time nobody was doing anything like it. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Yo, man, this is dope." And off of that, you know, I'm, on the inside, I'm over here geeking, man. Like that's fucking crazy. Like I remember being. Like a freshman in high school and watching the like the v, like the DMC video on like right. on the videotape and everything, so for him to be like, "Yo, this is dope," like man. So off of that, like we just kept communicating and it was always cool, man. It wasn't anything forced. It wasn't me trying to figure out what he's doing or trying to you know always talk to him because you have mm-hmm. you know you have some people like, oh well, I know this person now, so I'm always gonna hit him up. Right, right. You yeah. know, but mm-hmm. it was never on some shit like that. That's Jamie right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> you know, and um, yeah, okay. So I, I was I got booked to do like this private wedding, like for somebody. Like, and I, I don't do weddings, man. Like I used to do that like long time ago. And somebody was like, "Yo, I'll pay, I'll pay you whatever you want." Right. And this was in Miami. I was like, "All right, cool." So I told him, I was like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna be out there. Um, you got anything?" He's like, "Yo, I can." Uh, because he has his party that he does with uh, Louis Arson. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, ripe, ripe fruit. Mm-hmm. That's a dope party. It's like, like selection type sounds, hip hop, everything. You know, global, global stuff. So he put me on that, and he was like, "Yo, let's work on some tunes." And usually, you know, I work better if somebody just sends me stems and I can just kind of geek out and do whatever. We were in the studio for like two hours, man, and we made a whole entire track. Nice. Like, I don't really work with people like that, so that was, that shit was pretty dope. I was like, man. Yo, I think we need to make another. He's like, bro, why don't we just make a whole project? And yeah. that was that was it. It was a natural, natural yeah, thing. Man. It wasn't forced. Yeah, it's dope. When was that actually? Last year's October. Mm. Yeah. What what goes into something like that when you team up with somebody? I mean, in the project, it's just because the marketing. You gotta you gotta talk about the marketing. You gotta talk about you know. Then it's got to go to a booking phase, right? Yeah. Where the I mean, we, get booked. we have all that stuff figured out. I mean, yeah. we, we know how it's going to go. And he has a he has a good team that he works with that understands how it needs to 
mm-hmm. you know, be put out there and everything. So, I mean, so I'm there's out. a whole rollout planned and yeah. everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. We already have that stuff. Yeah. You typically like, I mean, not to tell us too much about what's going on. How long have you guys been working on this rollout? And then, you know, when did um, we start so expecting like, to see stuff? This was probably, I'm trying to think when I, whenever, where, whenever the fuck Miami Music Week was. Miami Music, that was, was that probably like March. March? Yeah. yeah. March. Yeah. I, man, I, a lot of shit happened this whole year, so I'm trying to figure out when exactly mm-hmm. the shit was. But Like five months ago? Yeah. 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 So like ever since then, we worked on like mad, mad tunes. And then uh, after that, I think I went back in like May, and then we worked on it some more. And like that's when we was like, yo, we definitely got some shit. Mm, yeah. So yeah, we got we got about two finish. Uh, this other one, I still need to go finish because he do he was hit me up the other day. He's like, bro, is it done? He's is it done? Is it done? Yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah, almost. But it's almost done. Just I honestly, I just I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sucker for for drums. The drums have to be tight. Everything has to sit right. Um, like. Um, I'm a I'm I'm a huge I'm a huge Dilla fan, and so the way that Dilla uh, said he would like finish his records when he would make the beats, he's like, yo, the beats already mastered. Like he would make sure all the levels mm. were were together, all the sounds and everything. So when he a lot of times he gave the rappers the record, the shit was already two track, you know. So they didn't have a whole session with the stems and shit, but it sounded like it because the shit he he mixed it right. Mm-hmm. Just, just the beat, and that's the way that I learned how to how to make my shit that way. So I'm very, very uh, meticulous with that shit. Yeah, yeah, you're already putting it all together. Yeah, as you're doing it. Yeah, knowing that like eh, this has to be like uh, these hi hats got, got to go a little bit yeah. more to the right, turn it down a little bit, and I'm gonna put I'm gonna layer the snares. Yeah, you know, I engineered the whole shit. Um, you know, I, and I and I mastered it. So still, yeah, you never send it out. Um, you? I barely just started sending sending. Um, the shit I came out with last year, the Brazil thing, that one was mastered by my homie uh, Frank Americo out in Miami. Mm-hmm. He he uh, he worked with like Major Lazer and like uh, Louis Fonzi and uh, Daddy Yankee and shit like that. So yeah. like I trusted him, and he's like a really good friend, and 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 he's Dominican, so you yeah. know connection. Uh, yeah, exactly. Hermanos, <laughs> <Can't look here. laughs> Yeah, but. I, Honestly, I told him I was like, man, I'm I'm used to mastering my own shit, man. So, yeah. and he was like, okay. So he would send me send me it back, and it would sound great. Like he's he's great, but I was like, bro, I need it to sound a little dirty. He's like, you want to tell me to make to master it and make it and make it sound dirty? Mm-hmm. I was like, ah. I know, man. I know. I know it's not what you do, but I need I need need that grit. I needed to sound a little little bit dirt. Like you know, just like a little, like the kick needs to be a little bit punchy, just kind, just a little crunchy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just that shit. Because yeah. otherwise, it sounds too clean. Yeah, right? exactly. I don't yeah. want that. You know, I wanted to sound just like, I wanted to sound like yo. I want to sound like a synthesizer. <laughs> do, do, do. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I I wanted to hit, but I kind of wanted to. How sound do you dirty little, it up? You do make a little layer and you distort it a little bit, or what? What I use is uh the. <laughs> you're probably gonna pause this shit, but. The sausage fat. I, I just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the craziest fucking pause we've sausage ever yeah. had. Yeah. Wow. Sausage factory. Pause. So, no, 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 no. Sausage fattener. 
Oh, <laughs> that's even worse. Right? They got yeah, worse. Man. No, any anybody so that that's producing, <laughs> anybody that produces like EDM or whatever, like they know about that. It, it yeah. makes it makes. I'm sure they just, know about that. Yeah, it, it just those EDM guys. Yeah, it just like <laughs> makes your whoever's <laughs> listening to this podcast out loud. Those we are, are sorry. Those EDM guys love the sausage fat. Yeah, man. <laughs> Damn it, man. No wonder. So you would uh, typically they made it to use for for the leads for the for for like the sense and all that shit yeah. to make it sound a little crunchier. Mm-hmm. But I. I use it for my drums to give it like that that punch. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then then I'll go like EQ it and you know, I'll mess with the attack or whatever. But that's pretty much how I get my drums to be like real, real, real crispy. So interesting. That's yeah. Sausage mm. fattener. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit. That's awesome, man. So uh when do we expect to hear anything? Um as soon as I finish it. <laughs> which which should be in like the next next week. So when oh. you think it's when you think uh, probably we'll, in a few months or so. Nice. Yeah. Before the years up, year? you think or yeah, I think, I think before the years oh, okay. up. Yeah. Definitely. Year. Oh, dope. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. That's Can't dope, wait man. To hear that shit. It's good to you know. We'll see how you and Zach share craze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to move, fight goes. to the finish. Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, I think we we touched on anything. Everything. Pause. Sausage fat. Hey, I could. I don't have to say pause after sausage fat. That's the worst fucking pause we've ever had. I don't have to say. I don't have to say. I like how you said before that. He said you might have to pause this. You right. I was gonna say pause just the, the, the way he was motioning his fingers with that shit. Yeah, I was like, yeah. hey. it, it's, it's because it's, it's, it's a knob. So, yeah. so if, if you see knob. the button, it's a knob. It's a knob. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sausage. Yeah, you, you, know, you know what it is. Yeah. Hey, well, Paul, Peter knows what it is. Peter knows what's up. You got the fat nod right now. Peter said, I know what it is. Peter's like, yeah, I know. I don't think we have to say pause for the next for the rest of August. So everybody has been crying about us saying pause. It's done for the rest of August. now. Yeah, we're done. August is done. Thank you. Thank you. We can say anything we want now. Yeah. Great. What do you call it? Yo. Spider Tech, thank you so much for coming through, man. Appreciate, Appreciate you, bro. I'm, yeah. real, I'm really looking forward to see. I know this is just the beginning, so I'm really forward, looking forward to see. Thank you. You know how everything develops and you progress yeah. and everything. Oh, by yeah. the way, uh, we have to apologize because your day when you did a Mickey D show, uh, the Nigeria beef happened that day. Oh yeah, and yeah, man, yeah that yeah, was so crazy. We apologize. Your shit getting Yo, bombarded over head, there, bro. <laughs> Yeah, pause. They, they thought uh, you were DJ City. Yeah, <laughs> was like, who, who is this DJ City? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we kind of, yeah, we kind of like ruined your whole uh, your experience, right? Like, yeah. uh, we apologize no. for that. I mean, it, it was a little bit of PR nightmare, but you yeah, know. yeah, yeah, it's all right. That's cool. Because <laughs> I was getting emails like, what, "So, what are we gonna do about this?" <laughs> do about what? You didn't hit us up at all. Like, you were like, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even know what to do. Like Honestly, fucking road podcast. I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, those fucking I didn't know where it came from until uh, I think like later that day. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? That's yeah, so. Th- so they think this person is is this person, and and now people are just blindly going at. Yeah, I don't know what you were saying for sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. That's just give, just give no, no. Yeah. Everybody was DJ City. Yeah, everyone yeah. was DJ City. Because uh, I had, I think, I think I talked to Kaz that day. He was like, bro, they're they're my, they were on my uh, on my picture because he has a because he had a post on there. And they were going at him. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, man, you don't know anything about the Wiz. Yeah. <laughs> DJ City. <laughs> that was a nightmare. That was a Just sh- a little backstory. This is when Cypher Sounds and Rockticon were on our our on our, on our, our podcast. Yeah. And then Cypher went off saying that no one knows WizKid. Yeah. And then the but he didn't mean thing. it like that. He, yeah, he was, was taking out saying, the context. He, like the, he was talking about the American U.S. the U.S. Ignorance. market and the ignorance yeah. of yeah. American you know people and what we listen to. Yeah. And basically was saying that you know 
And anyway, Nigeria, all of Nigeria and the whole Afrobeats community went at us well, and they went after they DJ got a snippet. They yeah. didn't even watch the whole thing. They got yeah. like a thing like a, a, like a minute snippet and that was it. And the snippet that, that they got, they actually cut off our logo from the video. So the only logo that showed up <laughs> was, was DJ City. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, so that Monday that everything happened, you were doing Mickey D yep. show and yep. then it just went to Yo, shit. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were going at they're going at DJ City P like crazy uh, on Twitter, yeah, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think I got like a couple DMs and shit too. Did you get any death yeah. threats? Because uh, we did. Yeah, they a couple of them a couple of them found their way to my page and then started like sending me like DMs and talking shit and like a couple of my posts yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, it, it went away. I, I so we apologize for that, man. <laughs> we're sorry for yeah, that. Yeah, Styles yeah. was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> on this day. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, we apologize for that. Yeah. Sorry. But yo, th- thanks again for coming through, man. We appreciate, appreciate you, man. No doubt. And you can find this uh, video on youtube.com slash world podcast every Friday. Hit the notification bell. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe. And and then also, we, we should mention our 100th episode, right? That's Oh, yeah, out. we should. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah man. Man. So we got our 100th episode coming up for 9-11. And uh, we're going to recorded live with at uh the mickey d show oh dope on uh monday the september 9th of 9th. september september 9th. 9th you should come out if you have a chance yeah you know you're yeah, invited yeah. bro come hey I'm, and, I'm down i'm down i think we're gonna have a live stream on yes. facebook on facebook yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and then i think yeah we're gonna have all the homies come through it might all be a bit a bit of a shit show it's gonna be it's funny you, you have never a bunch know of people what talking shit in the comment section yeah <laughs> just in the comment section but you never know what you're gonna get uh rock the count will be in the building so you know it's gonna be viral oh shit <laughs> all the home yeah i mean we're gonna hit up it's gonna be in la so we're gonna try to hit up all our la homies a lot and, of yeah. invites and really just have it like an open mic forum yeah where everyone yeah, just, just comes, you know, comes through and talk talks and then uh I think we wanted to do like a little bit of a scratch session yeah, at the end. Tables and just yeah. yeah. But I think Damn. I think we're avoiding some of the music oh, yeah. just because yeah, yeah, yeah. of some of the, the publishing copyright shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless you want to send us one of your original beats and we can scratch over that. <laughs> yeah, that we'll do that. Perfect. That would be amazing. Yeah. Actually, we need a we need a, a beat for a road podcast. Yeah. yeah. Can you help uh, us with an intro? Yeah. I got for I got, videos. Yeah, a, theme, I got beats. a theme song. For yeah. a, I got a theme beats. beat. Give us give us one of your like TV show show tracks that you hate or whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like D minus D minus tier. Yeah, th- you know, throw tier, away. tier eight. Whatever. Oh, real quick. Actually, yeah. uh, I made a I made the theme song for Rebel Pop Radio in San Francisco. Oh, okay. Yeah, I made made a like a little like a little twerk intro, you know, yeah. track for the news on the show. Yeah. So shout out to dope. them. So I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I'm so, open to that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, because yeah, we keep I getting was, flagged. I, I just don't. I don't want that call from him. Like, all right, man, that's cool. But what's what's good with the money? Yeah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> can't Luke. get this beat for free. Just <laughs> <laughs> <This> fat sausage. <laughs> Did you run these beats through the fat the sausage, sausage fat? fat nah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yo, I mean, yo, thanks for coming through, man. Appreciate and it. And then mm. uh, yeah, we're out, right? Shout yeah. to DJ City. Yeah. I love you, DJ, DJ City. City. I love you, DJ City and Don Julio. <laughs> And beats by Dre. <laughs> now you need to say that again. After what I, said. I love you, DJ City. <laughs> Peace.